Today on the program, it's time to butter the toast, and if you're lucky, I might let you lick the knife. It's Accident Man! Welcome to the Rewatch Party. I am your host, Nick. Joining me today is the boomstick to my bar, Anthony. <laughs> the, yes. That's just... I got, like, there's the bar, which could be a penile, uh, something for uh, something you would say about... And then there's me being the boomstick. The boomstick. So just, just, just a penis on top of a penis is what I would look... Yeah. I just... No, I, I, I over-explained it. I need yeah, to keep it subtle. Yeah. I need to keep it subtle. You're... I got you here. I got you this. It's a shovel. Just <laughs> keep digging. Keep down. There we go. There we go. Yep. Uh, today we are talking about Accident Man from 2018, directed by Jesse V. Johnson, which cannot be this man's real name. That is a porn star made up name. There's no way that this person was born and his parents go, Jesse V. Johnson. <laughs> That's probably. I don't know. What is a... Jesse's short, isn't it? Did you just name someone Jesse? I don't know. I'll have to ask Jesse Eisenberg. Short for Jessica? Sure, on a girl. I don't know what the male equivalent. Jesse, Jess... Just... I have a friend, Jesse Benedict, but his name's just Jesse. He's just Jesse. I don't think it's short for, like, Jesper. Jessemino? Jessemino. Giuseppe. <laughs> God, I wish you guys could see the look Nick just gave me. <laughs> Jestrude. <laughs> just, yeah, Jestrude. Just... Ger- wasn't that Bert Chestiny's child? Oh, from uh, no, from Violent Night. It was Trudy and Bert. <laughs> Bert Gertrude, 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 Gertrude and Bert. Gertrude, Gertrude, Gertrude and Bertrude. Bertrude. Jesse Trude. Jesse Trude. <laughs> yeah, we are going to have to at some point make this a bit of a visual medium because uh, <laughs> there's some looks. Anybody who has known me for any length of time knows I have a series of looks. I have the sarcastic <laughs> look. I have the you fucking kidding me look. The the eyebrow thing. Uh, I've always been very good with like the deadpan stare downs, and uh, that doesn't carry across podcasts as well. You can't drive to work with my dulcet tones and see my eyebrow doing its thing. <laughs> yes, no, that's you're gonna have to a TV. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Jesse V. Johnson, and what's the V stand for? Because it's definitely B with a. Or V with a big old period there. So it's V is short for something. Like Val? I'm going to say Giuseppe Villatore Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this all adds up. Uh, so Jesse V. Johnson has directed a few, a few Scott Atkins Walmart $5 bins type action movies. <laughs> uh, but he did also do future episode Triple Threat. Triple Threat's very good. Triple Threat has uh, Tony Jaw, the Ong Bak guy. Remember we were talking about Ong Bak right, before? Right, right, and right. then it has Eco, who's from The Raid. Has Scott Atkins, has Michael Jai White, who's also in this movie. It's like all the big names in martial art movies right now, and they all get together, and the plot is... Pay, all right, some of us are mercenaries, some of us are bad guys. Let's all kick each other, and that's that's. Yeah, pretty I mean, much that's when you throw those guys. It's yeah. not like... I mean, it's ha- action-heavy, acting light. Exactly. And it's these guys that are the best at it. It is awesome. 
Now, remember, it was like a very limited release, and there was one place in Austin that had like one day of showing. So I made sure to go see it. And it was like, and it was refreshing because it was like in the midst of Marvel heavy shit. I don't remember what year Triple Threat came out, but I remember just being like, oh my God, people actually doing stuff. <laughs> like they're actually standing in a room on a movie set, kicking each other. Awesome. Aside from the, it, it actually is really cool. So yeah, that I'm also, looking, was, I'm, I'm looking at it on also the IMDb was right Jesse now. Jesse V. Johnson directed that as well. So it's a, it's a good movie, and we'll get to it eventually. Maybe sooner if we continue the special episode trend we've been doing lately, where things could just come out of nowhere. I mean, yeah. I guess. I mean, whoever's birthday's next or whatever yeah. else we decide to do. <laughs> it's all right. It's our podcast, goddammit. We can do this. That's right. What is next? What's coming up in May? Sometimes uh, when you've got three earnest episodes in a row, you should throw something in the middle to mix it up. <laughs> no. Uh, what's next coming up Memorial Day we do like one of the earnest ones you don't have yeah <laughs> extra earnest uh, goes to Africa bonus oh. earnest bonus. goes to the army goes to whatever else Ernest did a lot of shit uh, Ernest lived a life he did he lived a very full life uh, he also his last role was a voice actor I think in Nightmare Before Christmas I think he was a anyway <laughs> we can't we can't get talking about right, old, no. old Ernest uh, Jim Varney. Jim Varney. Yeah. God. Pictures of him and you're like, kind of a stud. How did you make a career out of being the biggest fucking Oh, yeah, like a young ever. Jim Varney was like... Even older ones when he's... No, like, he kinda, there's a bit there in the middle he where he just kind of looked like a grease ball. Yeah. But, but like... Later ones where he has like all the lines in his face, you can tell he's been a heavy smoker his whole life and just looks like that tough grizzled man. Like, God damn, dude. Yeah. How the fuck are you earnest? That dude, yeah, no that sense. dude is entertaining kids by day and entertaining ladies by night. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Don't tell me he didn't have a few ladies backstage at the, of those Ernest sets. He had yeah. some ladies in the trailer. Oh, with that rubber face? Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, Accident Man. <laughs> Based on a comic book by Pat Mills, which I have never read. Uh, Scott Atkins actually helped write the screenplay. Well, I mean, he's a renaissance man if there yeah. ever was one. Yeah, <laughs> we're finding out. <laughs> Uh, we uh this this is this is to tie in with uh, John Wick Four, obviously starring Scott. So <laughs> obviously, it's, it that made an impact because we're going to just talk about that John, John Wick, Wick Four a little weeks bit every weeks episode and weeks and weeks. <laughs> uh, it was very good. Uh, I think one, obviously, the first John Wick is goddamn groundbreaking. Two, like oh, you liked that? Let's do it again. Basically, yeah, just rehash. Yeah, yeah. Three kind of got bogged down. While it did have cool scenes, I do not need mythology. It's a guy that kills a bunch of people. Like, kit, God damn it, get that out of here. And then four was like, yeah, okay, well, we put mythology into it, so we kind of keep with that. But let's just get back to the ass kicking, and it did. So much ass. I so know. much ass was kicked. I, there were times I was just like, I realized I'd been sitting there with a handful of popcorn, <laughs> and then the actually finally I was like, oh, 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 Jesus! Like, yeah, he's no, it was. I need to breathe for a minute and. <sighs> Holy fuck. <laughs> like I watched it with my son, who is uh, just the hugest. I mean, he's 14 years old. So should he be there? Probably not, I guess, according to the hey. movie theater ranking people. But I was watching Predator and Terminator oh, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Rocky and Commando and the, when the, I was a kid. That R does have the little thing underneath it, unless accompanied by parent right. or guardian. And they, I was there with him. And there was times where I was just like, I was turned over to so him like, Jesus Christ, dude. He's like, I know, right? Holy <laughs> <laughs> crap. Yeah, it's amazing. Anyway, so Scott Adkins is in it. Good luck spotting him. But 
uh, I wanted to do, I kind of wanted to do a birthday episode, and then I was like, I'm not going to do a birthday episode, but no, maybe I should do a birthday episode. And I was like, I've been sitting on this Accident Man DVD, and we'd already passed the A's. Well, fuck it. There we go. Like, I've got it. I know it's streaming, so nobody has to spend money on it. Uh, it ties in with John Wick 4, which is just coming out. Uh, well, at least at the time of recording. <laughs> but uh, uh, it, it hit it hit a lot of boxes. So here we go. Uh, we're Scott Atkins land. We open up on this drunk guy coming home to his apartment building, trying to open the door, get in. Uh, cut upstairs, we see a man sitting in a chair in the dark. A voiceover, he's late. That's disrespectful. Man should never be late to his own death. Okay. Uh, place is kind of nice, very sparsely. I feel decorated. like if there's one time I'm going to be late, that's the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Late for work? Man, I try not to be late for work. But no. it's like, hey, will you show up here at 10 a.m.? Because that's when you're going to die. I'd be like, mm, I'm going to take an extra long brunch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm sleeping in. We're uh, yeah. trying to get some, get some action. I'm going to... I don't know. I'm, I'm going to make a long list of things to extend that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we actually can we do next Tuesday? Because it's just this, this is not. Turns out my day got really full all yeah, of a sudden. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah, is, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I also have a note specifically this apartment that we're waiting. <laughs> I'm calling in. in on this death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, call Cobra. Actually, Bud, I need you to cover this for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bud, can you cut my shift today? Mm. <laughs> I got a. I got a thing. With the yeah, just make sure you're there by 10 a.m. All right, thanks, bud. I, we, well, in the line <laughs> trade, we call it dragging up, and that's quitting a job. Because like uh, the way that I I work is it's you just you quit and then you go sign the books and you get the next job. So there's you can quit or get laid off. Like we we just work until the job's done and then we go find the next job. So yeah, they, and but if you decide to quit before the job's done, we call it dragging up. So I'm dragging up. And if they're like, hey, if you, yeah, on Monday when you show up, it's kind of death is here to to meet you at it, and I would drag up on Friday. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, nope. I'm a, you'll have to find me on the next job. Wait, is that? Did you say grim, grim, not rim reap, not the not, rim reap? Re- no, okay, because huh. I'm I met I met her. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there Sunday night in line if it's the rim yeah. reap. But grim, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> nah, I'm not. I'm not showing up that. <laughs> now, how awkward was it? You're like, I assumed you, that you were the rim reaper. I would have. Wore different shorts. <laughs> <laughs> or the Grim shows up and you're standing there waiting because you yeah. think it's a Rim Reaper. So you're there by like nine o'clock waiting for this tender roll around. And he walks in with his scythe. He's like, Why are you standing like that? Why are your cheeks open? What? Are- <laughs> he- All right, there's been a misunderstanding. Yeah. But- Why does this always happen? <laughs> We need to start pronouncing our G's better because this misunderstanding <laughs> is becoming a problem. It's hard to, it's hard to enunciate with no lips. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, he can play the shit out of some chess. <laughs> play guitar. Like, I, guess. <laughs> I, guess, I guess that's the devil, not the Grim, not the Grim Reaper. Yeah, uh, I was just going for, well, I guess obviously Bill and Ted, Bogus oh, yeah, Journey, yeah, yeah. but which was making a fun of some old Burgess Meredith movie. Mickey himself was something where he spent the whole time playing chess and bargaining for his life with with death. How oh, was that movie? I can't think with, of the uh, name with that where movie. Brad Pitt was death. Meet uh, Joe Black. That's it. That's it. I watched that here. Did he play a few chess weeks with somebody? Or whatever. No, I don't think he played chess with anybody. He just, you know, fell in love. Just meeting An- just, Anthony Hopkins' daughter, leaving trails of dead bodies because every woman wants to touch him and then they die. Was it touching in that one? I didn't ever see I it. So. I, I just know that's the people. thing. If you 
contact with death. Nah, I don't think so. I don't, but it, not in that one necessarily. But uh, yeah, well, you got to change the rules a little bit. Yeah, Brad Pitt, yeah. you can't not touch him. Yeah, you got to touch yourself some Brad Pitt. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I wanted to talk about this apartment. Right. It's it's super sparse, and I'm wondering like we we never say we don't give a fuck because it's just like the cold open that movies have, right? Um, where you get to meet your character mid thing, like James Bond, you always come in mid adventure. Do we care what this adventure is? No, because it doesn't matter. I guess every once in a while it ties in something, but for the most part, no. It's just, oh, look, caught me mid-adventure. Hang on, let me finish this up. All right, now let me get to my story. You know, it's a cold open. So, But this apartment is super sparse. <laughs> I love the accent that you had going there. Yeah, well, it's got yeah, Atkins. Accent. We'll get yep, into yep, it. Yep. But, I thought it was a Bond accent, but yeah. It no, could have been, I mean, either English either way. Right, right, right. So if, if this is this guy's apartment... Pretty weird, but I mean, single guys' places are always sparsely decorated, but that's usually in the sense of a TV sitting on the floor across from a mattress (laughs) sitting on a floor and a box of Cheerios or something next to it, and that's sparse decoration. Been there to live that lifestyle for sure, but this is sparse and like, you know, everything's nice, but it's wide open and there's hardly shit on the wall. It almost looks like it's not really lived in, who knows, but then there's all of these big flowy pink curtains surrounding the bed. Like, the entire bed, like, you know, you have the four-corner beds that have the, the curtains, but this is, like, heavy pink glittery curtains, and I'm like, I... This is a coxman. I, I, yeah. This guy is luring the ladies back to his, his, yeah. his uh, yeah. lair and stuff. But also, like, I, so I could see that. Like, <laughs> like, if I was, like, a multi-millionaire or a billionaire with, that's not married... I would probably have small, sparsely decorated apartments in multiple oh, towns absolutely. that I want to visit. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. I, I just come in and be like, yep, this is where I want to be. One would be Manhattan, Kansas. I don't care how rich I was. I would always have an apartment in Manhattan, in Manhattan Kansas. Kansas. Yeah, that's that's a good uh, landmark yeah. place to be. Right. Um, but yeah, I just thought, it's like it almost seems like it's not lived in, but this bed detail, definitely, it gets slept in. For yeah. sure. So it could be that situation. Because the guy's like figuring out, and he makes his way up, and he's even kind of looking around. He's like, what? Uh, I mean, he's schnockered. I think so. they're also, yeah, trying to show illustrate that he's drunk. Properly I drunk. Can't get the lights to turn on. Huh, that's weird. But then there is a light shining on top of this bookcase, and he looks up, and there's like a watch sitting in a... Uh, what like the case? It's just like, like a, a, a watch case or a jewelry case. Yeah, yeah. A jewel case, I guess. Or no, jewel cases for CDs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, no, yeah, like the the, the, the yeah. little uh, 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 pretty woman. Yeah, yeah, jewelry like case, jewelry kind of case. Yeah, and and he so it, but and this is another weird thing. He doesn't think. Well, that's not mine. What the fuck is that doing up there? He's like, huh? I want to go look at it. But he doesn't seem confused so much as interested. So I'm like, yeah, I feel he, like if I walked in, because there's also a stool right there yeah. that's like ready for him to step up. So on. I'm like, did he, is this a place he's breaking into? Is this not his apartment? Because wouldn't you be, I mean, obviously I'd be like, I want to go see what that is. But if I came home and there's something obviously illuminated when my lights don't work, I'd have to question that. But I'd be like, how the fuck did that get there? What the fuck is that? I wouldn't just be like, oh, let me look at it. You know? <laughs> it seems a bit weird. Yeah, no, it does. But, of course, when I'm getting home, I usually have a bag of Taco Bell with me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is that? Why aren't the lights turning on? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I, I got to take I, a shit. I got to <laughs> I, I eat this horse meat while it's warm. And, yeah. and, uh, we'll, we'll worry about that then We'll bit. get to that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, I got to go turn the oven on for this party pizza that I've been <laughs> dying to eat. <laughs> Totino's party pizza. God, what you do is get two of them and then you stack them, oh, topping God, to dude. topping. You oh, like a Totino's, like a six, 
You are living in the year yeah. 3000 right <laughs> yeah. now, bro. Like, I just want you to I still have, I always have Totino party pizzas in the freezer. Love them. You don't Love know em. when you got to get one of them bastards. But my God. Yeah. That's. Try that sometime. I'm, I'm about to do it right now. <laughs> make them even two different kinds. Really Oh, yeah, no, like a up. Supreme and then and like, like a pepper- pepperoni yep. or something. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God. <laughs> so, um, he, get, he gets the stool. And goes over, and he's reaching up, and he's like, instead of grabbing the thing and pulling it down, he's like standing there with his arms upstretched, like, oh, it's this, and admiring the watch. Like, no. He's what? like, it's even this kind of brand or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, like, nice. Grab it and pull it down and admire it. Why are you going to stand there with, like, on your tippy toes on a stool, reaching up to this, and just standing that, and that, like, no. You'd go, ah, got it. Okay. Now let me look at this. Oh, it's a Rolex, or whatever, you know? Um, but he doesn't. He stands there outstretched for a while, and then, boom, noose around the neck. And we get, like, half-inch tactile rope. There's 1,100 foot-pounds of pressure or whatever the fuck. Like, he talks about how strong the rope is, and he's like, in my profession, there's no room for error. <laughs> I mean, really, most ropes will easily hold up the average human. human. Yeah. yeah, no, it, ropes are, 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 are made for hauling and very and rare and- that are worth less than 500 pounds like even <laughs> li- really little tiny ropes are usually are are rated for 800 pounds or more so yeah, yeah. yeah. it seemed like an unnecessary uh, it was over uh, like a thousand pounds yeah he's like oh, 1100 pounds all right that, that's cool, success. but in my yeah in my profession you can't be too careful so yeah but the- it's also like to me like with him adding that in and using some kind of special climbers rope it's like dude if someone wants to kill themselves they're probably going to use something that's around their house. It's going to be a belt. It's going to be uh, something something in there right. that, that they're not going to... Which like, we don't... No, his MO is to always make it look like an accident or, in this case, a suicide. Make it look like what it isn't. But you're right, because... But they're not going to call in a forensic specialist to look at the... Right, no, no. I mean, they, they, the uh, you're gonna walk in and you're gonna. It's gonna happen. If I was him, I would have pulled the dude's pants down and put his dick in his hand. Oh yeah, and made it look like an autoerotic asphyxiation, because that seems more likely for a rich dude that's that's got a you know. But maybe he picked a climber's rope intentionally because this guy had a hobby. And, maybe, yeah, you know. and then maybe if that was the case, then absolutely. Otherwise, I'd probably use an, an extension cord or something like yeah. that. So, just saying, Bet if I was you. gonna do that. If, yeah, <clears throat> if. <clears throat> <laughs> But mystery man is Mike. Mike Fallon. No relation to Jimmy Fallon. Otherwise, he'd be spiking the camera and laughing all the time. (laughs) But Mike, Scott Adkins himself, the man. Uh, He calls himself the accident man, actually. Because, again, as we said, when he does a job, he wants it to look like something it isn't. It's always an accident or suicide or something where nobody would ever go, this was a murder. Uh, it's because you don't need people asking questions. You don't want, what does he call it? You don't want to stretch yourself out. You don't want to make this one instance. Look, I'm getting paid a lot of money to do this one thing, and I don't want this one thing to take up any more time than it takes to do this one thing. Button it up, move on. And I uh, like the guy sitting there with the news. Do you, do you know who I am? Yeah, I know who you are, mate. You're 25 grand. Yeah. <laughs> Kicks the stool out. Oh. You are a well-equipped Kia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, after the dude dies, he takes a selfie because you got to have proof. Make sure, you know. God, I would think that the proof would be that the dude is dead. 
you know, right. <laughs> like like I don't like I don't need to have now, my face in a picture. If you if you have it on your phone, just make sure nobody ever gets your phone. I guess definitely don't back that up to your fucking cloud. Mm-mm, don't mm-mm. send it to anybody because no, once it's out there, it seems like if they're if these are actual careful assassins, the last thing they're going to do is take, take a, selfie a selfie with the yeah. body. But he does smiles and everything, takes a selfie, and then rides a sweet ass fucking bike to the royal, a bar called the Royal. And I'm like, no, An- well, no, that's what he said. Gonna, that's what he said was that he's like. It's twenty. You know what you are to me, twenty five grand. And then, it like in that monologue, where it's like it's a new bike. Yeah, like, a new bike. And, and then, I was like, Anthony's gonna because he's riding a sweet fucking bike. I was like, Anthony's gonna call this bike. He's gonna be like, it's a Triumph Force. It's it's Triumph Thunderbird. Yeah, there it is. Yep. Okay, it's eleven hundred Thunderbird. It's a very nice bike. I, yes, <laughs> I knew it. I, it's like I knew it. I know Anthony's. Gonna I would like those. to get one of those bikes. Yes, I love it. Uh, and I love a Triumph. Twenty five yes, I've grand? got two Triumphs now. Uh, oh no, no, you could get it for half that now. Oh. But they stopped making them. Um, but I don't know, you know, in in England, what the what the cost of them is. I mean, right. uh, Triumph is a British made bike, yeah. So, so it's, uh, it may be more. It'd be like they're Harley's to us because it's. Oh yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, oh, and back in the day with the motorcycles, you know, the British bikes got very popular in the United States uh, back in the fifties and sixties, even a seventies band called the Triumphs and or it, Triumph. Well, and it's because Harleys were great big heavy bikes that weren't fast. Like they would, they would have a long, a long power band that you could get going fast on the highway. But the British bikes, they drive differently. They don't do highway speeds. They don't do highway riding like we do in the states. So the Triumphs, the BSAs, those were very popular bikes because they were very light and very fast from stoplight to stoplight. Uh, so like on racing for drag racing, people started buying them, and that actually, that is why Harley started making the Sportster. Was because they needed to make a, a lightweight, fast bike We're to getting compete our ass with kicked. the yeah to compete with yeah. the with the British bikes. Keep up those so. sales. There yeah. we go. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> but but gets, this one is a pretty heavy bike. The eleven hundred Thunderbird is a heavy Triumph bike. It was the biggest one that they this, made. So he's well, not out, other he, than the well, he's not racing. He's going for style. Yeah, but it's a great looking bike. Yep, absolutely. Oh yeah, it looks fucking awesome. And he pulls up to the Royal, and there are two bouncers out front. And they see him walking up like, oh, you're not fucking on it again, are you? He's like, yeah. And he hands them both cash. Probably better go to the bathroom or step out for a minute or whatever. Like, Yeah, it's like take a break or whatever. Yeah, they're Be, like, be right. gone. And they're like, like right. if I owned that bar, I'd be like, dude, every time someone comes in here looking for trouble, you can't just take money and leave. <laughs> right. But, well, yeah. uh, not to get too much into it before we get into it here, but he's he's telling us, because a whole lot of this movie is... is uh, his voiceover narration, you know, we are watching him tell us a story. Basically, uh, he gets all revved up after a kill. He needs a release. A lot of guys need to go get a nut. <laughs> he doesn't. He wants to break a body. Well, you just killed a body, but uh, that makes. But that's different because he needs to use finesse. You know, he's got to set up a scene. He needs to do all that. After that, he wants to like pummel something. I've got to just beat something until it breaks well and i think that i don't know maybe because like he's obviously he's well and we'll, as we'll find out he's a tremendous fighter yeah so but the way his style of assassin isn't like beating him to death no, or using no, no, ninja that's what stuff. I'm saying. it's like, like he's got to use his, his work is that and but killing something that's what i was saying like he wants yeah. to be, break a body it's like well you just fucking killed a person does that not count no because you had to use yeah he's he got did, all these skills that now guy he, he just go. murdered he never even touched right it's just weird because he's so careful. He's like, I don't need that extra problem. And then he goes in and destroys everybody in a bar. Yeah. And it's like, that's going to cause a lot of problems. Yeah. You very well could have killed any one of those people in this and bar. And probably did. Because right. what he does, he walks into the Royal, 
And he's like, this is the fucking shittiest little fucking pub. And this is where all the dregs of society hang out. And I know any given time of any given day, I can walk in here and there's massive pieces of shit. And sure enough, there's a guy like slapping his girl around. So he goes, hey. Bam! Punches this dude. Of course, his buddies come in and then we got fucking arm breaks and fucking... I mean, we got Scott Atkins. Yeah. Scott yeah. Atkins is a bad motherfucker and he just... I, I, I mean, there there was some arm breaks and they do some bone breaking in this, but yeah. I don't feel like anybody has ever matched the just sheer 90 degree angling your bones that like a 80s and 90s Steven Seagal was. Like that was half uh. of his movies. Like, and I say you can like, love or hate Steven Seagal, but in those days, like every time is like you're going to see painful bone breaks in every one of his movies. <laughs> uh, I didn't watch a lot of those. So I don't know. I watched almost all of them back uh, in those days. Never was a Seagal guy. But um, yeah, and he, I mean, throwing them through tables, and yeah, and it, as more and more people come, and he's even talking like, yeah, these guys have no technique. There's no skill involved here. They're just drunken idiots. So he's like, almost bored as he's doing it, but just breaking bones in half and fucking mutilating 10 or 15 dudes. It would be my luck. This is the place. Like I'm just, I'm just like taking a little vacation. I'm like, Oh man, I love to check out the local bars, man. This place looks cool. And go in there. And then all of a sudden this dude walks in and just beats my ass. Cause he assumes I'm the dregs of society. And I'm just hey, like, <laughs> no, he wasn't going after people. It was all the guys running at him. So as long as you well, there was back, one sat back in the corner, Oh, yeah, the, at the very end, right. <laughs> but if you sit back in the corner, like, Jesus Christ, that dude is beating the fuck out of everybody. I'm going to sit back here and hope he doesn't come this way. I'm <laughs> just going to stay the fuck away from that. Yeah. But, yeah. And then he throws a huge wad of cash down on the bar. You know, he's like, you know, for damages. Which is, this dude's already spent. He already, okay, so he went out. I'm guessing the motorcycle he bought was probably 15 to 20. Depending on brand new. Well, he owned that. That didn't. That didn't come. Oh, I thought he said that was a new bike. Well, he, it's the, like the, the cost of a new bike or whatever. Generally, the cost of a new bike. But the, he didn't. This then, is immediately after he left that guy's apartment. So that bike that's was a already heavy his. tax to play. Pay, but you I'm paid like, how much to each of those two bouncers? Then how much you threw down the bar? Like you made twenty five grand, sure, but would you spend five six grand right there? Yeah, already. Yeah, and then you threw like even if, if he did buy the bike, he's all out of his money now. Nah, ain't no way. Well, you got to lift in the days. He didn't kill that guy in the middle of the night, <laughs> buying a motorcycle, and then going to the bar to beat up people. Yeah, he had not. the motorcycle. That's maybe, maybe, maybe he yeah. found it on marketplace, and then he went. And <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> saying he's just saying it's the cost of a new bike. Like he's wanting to upgrade the bike he's riding here is his current owned bike. Is what I'm saying. That the the bike the Triumph he's on getting to the Royal wasn't because of the dude he killed. All right. Well, I was under the impression that he was going to uh, get himself a new bike. Maybe he will. But he didn't do it. Not today. Right here. This yeah. is this is his old bike. Yes. Well, it's a beautiful old bike. Correct. Um, so <laughs> no, because even they talked about it when we got back to the bar, because uh, Ray was like, "Oh, it's a it's a good bike," and then he starts talking about Triumph and he starts talking about the different motorcycle stuff. So I I think it's a new bike. I, I think he stopped by the old twenty four hour bike shop. <laughs> I I thought that that's just what he had. Like the <laughs> you're, yes, you're a new bike is just an expression like yeah like yeah maybe but i think i think it was and we can just hey yeah. you guys let us know what you think yeah i think he <laughs> i think he killed that dude bought a new motorcycle went and beat up a bar full of people and then he went and had some beers at his local pub yeah well in which case yeah his money's gone money's gone but uh yeah just th- but this fight scene is great scott atkins 
doing action scenes is always a good time to watch. Like he is very fucking good at this. And you can look him up, and maybe you don't recognize his face because as a star, he hasn't done much. But as a stuntman, he has been in a lot of shit. So you've seen him, just probably didn't know it. Like I think he was he was stunt double a whole lot, and he's done a lot of choreography. Uh, I think him actually being on screen has been fairly recent. But man, he's he's fucking great. But he, this, well, and I think almost everybody in this movie. All, well, I mean, not everybody, but all the the uh, hitmen in this movie are st- like half of their IMDb is stunts. stunts. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, stunts. Yeah. So they're finally like, okay, we've been hanging around these actors enough. Let's see if we can make. Well, our own. because the first John Wick, the the director, creator, writer of it all, was Keanu Reeves' stuntman from the Matrix movies. So it's like, hey, we're stuntmen, yeah, but we can do shit too. And so all these guys are like, fucking a, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Hey, what didn't I think? I think Keanu Reeves like. Bought all of his stunt drive, all of his, all the stuntmen on the Matrix motorcycles. Yes. At the end of that. He's like, hey, everybody gets by the, by the third one for sure. Yeah. Because yeah. he's said, I've got, I've got more than I feel I deserve or need for what I need for my. Yeah. No, and everything you read about him, every movie yeah. set, he's always given people yeah. money. Like, like he overheard somebody. He's like, oh, I, I'm, I'm something, my family's in dead or need this or whatever and he's like giving them sixty thousand dollars or whatever yeah because he's like i said i've I've got more than i need yeah, to live no. I'm, I'm fine I'm there's good. like a tweet that and went around for a while that was like everybody needs to stop worrying about whatever i forget what it is like the main concern should be what would keanu reeves think about you if he met you yeah <laughs> i have a book like my that. mom got me for my last birthday what would keanu do it's like a just full of his personal quotes and then movie lines and stuff but it's all about Here's how we can learn to be more Keanu. <laughs> um, but yeah, he does it. And also he says, because they're the ones doing the shit. Matrix was awesome, not because of him. The stunts and the fight scenes weren't, I mean, some, yes, were him. But he's like, right. these, are the, these are the unsung heroes. I made millions. They're making shit. So me giving all of them more than they make still doesn't cut into my salary. Like, it's, yeah. oh, it's no, absurd. Could and you imagine the if all rich people thought that way? I know. God, what, a, what a novel concept. <laughs> but for, the, for John Wick 4, he had five... There are five stuntmen, personally, for Keanu. So they all got a $10,000 Rolex with a personal message engraved on the back. Like, it wasn't just a XO Keanu or whatever. No, he wrote a personal message on each one. And then all of the stunt team, which if you sat through the credits, that stunt crew fucking... There had to be a hundred names listed in there. They all got personalized T-shirts with tally marks for how many times they died in the movie. Because <laughs> obviously you reuse stuntmen for the, the mass fucking exodus of bodies in a John Wick movie. So some of them had over 20. Played <laughs> over 20 different people that got murdered in the movies. And so he, <laughs> kept, just, he kept track of each one and was able to keep tally marks and gave them all shirts I, with I it. I would just want one. That's like, oh, this shirt's great, Keanu, but... Could I get one that says all the other stuntmen got a Rolex and all I got was this T-shirt? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I was this lousy. I t-shirt. did like there was also was Lance Reddick, rest in peace. Yeah, that, he he died here recently. Uh, before uh, the before f- came out, so he didn't even get to yeah see didn't it, get but. to see it here. But like they, he talked, he was in an interview. He's talking about Keanu. They asked him what's it like to work with him, and he was talking about like he was shooting for John Wick Four, and John or uh, Keanu wasn't even on set that day. And, and 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 it was his birthday, and all of a sudden John Wick showed up, or not John Wick, but Keanu showed up, <laughs> and he's like, he gave him a card and stuff, and he's like, like his oh maybe it was his girlfriend that was talking about him, yeah, but they were like, 
He's like, yeah, no. They says, what do you want for your birthday? He's like, I want to go see Lance. I want to go talk to him and 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 say hey to him or whatever. And they just showed up on set, to say, hey man, I appreciate you or whatever. And, and gave him a card saying, yeah, you're him, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I mean, hopefully, if I ever reach success, I'll be that way. I'm going to be an asshole until then, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Keanu's but Keanu's not in this. Sadly, I no. imagine because there is a sequel to this, which I have not watched yet. But maybe Keanu'd come in and like, "Hey, Scott, old buddy." Um, and I, fuck another thing to tie back in Scott Adkins. They were talking to Keanu about John Wick Four. Oh, you got to work with Donnie Yen and and uh, uh, fuck, I'm not going to think of his name. The guy who was Scorpion in the the latest Mortal Kombat. The he was the manager of the Osaka Continental. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they were like, you got to work with these two martial arts legends. How was that? And Keanu's response was three. Scott Adkins. <laughs> like nice. Let me correct you. <laughs> Because he is the best of us. Anyway, back to Scott Atkins, an accident man. After he destroys this bar and throws cash down, he says, thanks for helping me through my PMT. <laughs> and you're like, and then we get PMT is post-murder tension. Post-murder tension. So after he beats the fuck out of the entire royal, he goes to the Oasis. And I'm thinking it's got to be just about midnight. Midnight at the Oasis. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, but the, <laughs> I'm, I, I was I was looking up at the the sequel. I was seeing if it was streaming anywhere because I'll better see if I can watch it. I think it's called Hitman's Holiday. Yeah, Accident Man, Hitman Holiday. Yeah, it might be streaming. Probably on Prime, like this one was. Listeners, uh, but he gets to the Oasis, which is the pub for Hitman. It's it's not a public pub. The only people that ever hang out here are the Hitman because it's run by. Uh, Ray, the the boss, but we'll find him anyway. So we get a as he walks through the door and makes his way slowly to the bar. Classic movie introduction. They even did this in Goodfellas. Walk through the bar to introduce the characters, right? So we meet Carnage Cliff. Carnage Cliff is a massively jacked fucking wild man, played by Ross O'Hennessy, who played he was the Lord of Bones in the Game of Thrones show. Uh. He is Lord of Bones. Lord of Bones. Yeah, he was Lord. He was a GOT guy, but uh, he's more into the brutal axe wielding style of killing. Whereas Scott Atkins wants to be nice, pristine, methodical, make it look like an accident, whatever. You hire Cliff Carnage to make it look like a goddamn bomb went off because he comes hacking through like he's Jack Nicholson in The Shining, and just bludgeons and destroys everything. Right, right. Lord of Bones was a Northman. That's where he was. He wasn't a Northman. He was one of the, the, the North of the Wall guys ah. in the show. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I remember him now. I remember in a large part in the book, but I never. Yeah. Then next we meet Poison Pete, who, uh, I, I, as you can guess, po- poisons people. Yeah. And he looks like a real piece of shit. A real slimy. Yeah. Just exactly like someone said, yeah. Poison Pete. Uh, he, I wanted that fucking stupid song from The Mask. My name is Poison Pete. I'm the king of the Rumblebee. <laughs> when I got to a rock, I was going to go, chick, chicky, boom, chick, chicky, boom. I, I've Cuban seen Pete, that movie, but, but I, it's been 20 years. Remember I can't remember the, you remember that all stuff. The, all the cops have him in the standoff, right, and right, he right, uses right. his magic song I remember, powers. I knew exactly yeah. as, you, as soon Cuban as you said Pete. I knew what it was. But I was like, dude, how do you even pull that into your head? That's, it's been, I don't, when's the last time you saw The Mask? A long fucking time ago. Like, I, I got to say, it's, it's, it's probably been since I was in high school. I, I don't know when it came out. I gotta look up when it came out. But ninety no, that's the same year as Dumb and Dumber and Ace Ventura. He had the he had the magic year. Ninety four, I wanna say ninety four. Oh yeah, that was sophomore year in high school. Yeah. 
I probably was, watched them all maybe yeah, once or twice since, but yeah, I, I, I kept up with the, the mask. mask. Probably wasn't one that I've watched a lot. Since. Other than it was like, oh my god, Cameron Diaz, and then from then I was like, oh, yeah, all right, Cameron Diaz. For some reason, she was hotter in that movie than she has ever been since. I don't know, man. Uh, there's something about Mary was kind of peak Cameron Diaz. Yeah, for me. something about Charlie's the- Angels was good too. Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> Anyway, I'm not my saying the name movie is good. Poison Pete. I'm the king of the arsenic beat. <laughs> anyway, uh, he only ever says about 12 words. People find him very off-putting. He's creepy as fuck. His own parents hated him so much, his only bath toy was a toaster. <laughs> Which, that's a pretty good line. And you see him, he looks like the shitty fucking creepy kid uh, in The Wedding Crashers. When they go back to Christopher Walken's vacation home, because Owen Wilson's still trying to nail what's her face, and there's the kid that like attacks Vince Vaughn in the middle of the night and made him a painting. He's like, yeah, yeah, I don't know this creepy little kid. Yeah, <laughs> do you remember Far? They said I haven't seen that one in probably twenty years <laughs> either. Like you are the, pulled some the, shit out. <laughs> like to me, he looks like like a like Worm Tongue from Lord of the Rings. Well, a bit. Like, like every greasy, like waxy looking figure, like yeah. pale, greasy hair. Like, that's the guy. This is the guy that you're seeing. Sulks in a corner and, like, always rubbing his hands together like he's yeah. up to nefarious shit. Yeah. Uh, much like the younger brother in Wedding Crashers. I'm sure, but I haven't seen that movie <laughs> in a long time. Anyway, so, yeah, his bath toys are toast. Now, next we meet Mick and Mac. Oh, Mick and Mac. Mick is Michael Jai White. Mac is Ray Park. Which he's been, I've seen Darth him Darth Maul a- himself. Is that, is that... Uh, Darth Maul. He was Frog in X-Men. It's Darth Maul. Uh, and apparently Mac in Accident Man. Ray Park. Yep. His career is going. Uh, <laughs> I thought that that was I thought that I thought that, that was a different guy, but yeah, no. I knew that the Darth Maul was in this one. But I yep. thought that guy was also the dude that was like boomerang from uh the uh Maybe. The DC. Could be. I don't. I don't. I don't know my DC much. Um, uh, well, the uh, Suicide Squad. Right. 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 But I. I'm sad. I never delved into enough to know who's playing. Whatever. Oh, I see. I see. Uh, Michael J. White, legit badass. He's been in the rewatch a few times. He was in uh, Dragged Across Concrete, a shitty S. Craig Zoller film. He's in The Dark Knight. He's one of the gang members that's trying to get rid of the Joker, but he's the one who gets. Murdered by the Joker right before the infamous pool stick duel uh, thing. Uh, and he will be back. He also played Spawn in that live-action Spawn movie starring your favorite John Ligamism. Let me get this drink. Yeah. So Michael J. White. Leguiziamo. It's not hard to say. Get it right. <laughs> You'll get there eventually. <laughs> so, um, Michael J. White, legit badass. He will be on a lot more. Ray Park will probably be back in in those X-Men movies, and that'll be about it. I have a funny story about old Ray Park. Pour yourself a drink and settle up for this. So, I dated a girl when I lived in L.A. for about a year. <laughs> Pour yourself a drink, settle in for this. I yeah. love that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she was a bartender, full-time bartender. But as you know, if you're a bartender, you don't ever get to work full-time because they don't want to pay you an actual wage and benefits. So she worked at three separate bars, one in Pasadena, one way out in the valley, and one damn near in the middle in Burbank that was an Irish pub using air quotes because, I mean, come on. <laughs> Every place in America is an Irish pub using air quotes. But it was at this place 
and Burbank, the Irish pub, where one night Ray Park was in. And he was talking to her and, uh, you know, he's talking about workouts and, and how he keeps in shape and, and stuff. And she didn't really piece together who he was, uh, who offered to, to train her, swapped numbers, and uh, then proceeded to get lit drunk. And they called a cab and he left, but called her a bunch and left a lot of voicemails. And she played them for me. <laughs> and so I have heard... Darth Maul Darth, himself? Darth Maul himself, <laughs> blackout fucking drunk. And this is the Scottish... Yeah, the, the, isn't he Scottish or something? No, he's like, English. Oh, oh English. Uh, leaving voicemails about... like It started off like just kind of drunk. Yeah, you know, we can, we can train on, on yoga and I also do gymnastics and all the stuff, like the different stuff he's kind of trained on and what he does to stay in shape and how he stays flexible and agile and all that. And very quickly, by about the third or fourth message, it descended into, uh, I would like you to come over and, I don't know, maybe we, we could have some drinks and you could stomp on my nuts. <laughs> stomp on my nuts. Yes. <laughs> no joke. He was asking her to come over, have drinks, and stomp on his nuts. <laughs> That's Darth Maul, everybody. <laughs> I heard it myself. <clears throat> so there's Ray Park. That's uh. <laughs> it's, it's real. I experienced for well, I did experience that firsthand, but I heard the voicemails of him saying that firsthand. So Man, I'm a, yeah, I'm just like I, I thought. I thought that it was a different guy, but apparently, yeah, that's the guy. That's, the that's guy. a Ray Park. Yep. Not Ray Stevenson. Ray Stevenson is a stand-up goddamn guy. I yeah. don't know why. I love Ray Stevenson. <laughs> you do. I, I do like every time, and I think it's because he was the Punisher in the Punisher War Zone. Which is a movie love. that everybody tends to hate, but I love it because that was the closest to the actual comic book Punisher. So when that movie came out, I'm like, this is the best goddamn movie. This is the best Punisher movie ever. I, I would one. say that the series now, is it matches it, but that series Ray Stevenson good. as the Punisher is just... I, I, I really, so I think from then on, I'm like, Ray Stevenson, if he's in it, it's good. Sure. He's good in this? Well, yeah, no, he's great in this. Uh, there's some parts where I was like, no, Ray Stevenson wasn't good in this one. Or this oh. was just a bad... Ray Stevenson was great in a bad movie. I guess that's what go. I will say. <laughs> in some other instances. But um, both of the... We're still on Mick and Mac. Jesus. Right. Uh, they're both special forces. One English, one American, yeah. British obviously. SAS and SEAL. Right. And so we get to see them kind of in combat together doing stuff and giving each other shit over, we've taken out more tyrants than you. Whatever we've done to fucking Bin Laden, Saddam. Come on. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, 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 and Hitler? Huh? <laughs> no, you can't claim Hitler. That was suicide, allegedly. But um, anyway, their their specialty is they go in, murder people, and then make it look like street crime. So cops are showing big, ah, oh, yeah, fuck street crime. No point looking into this. Like it was a break in gone wrong, or it was a whatever. So that's their that's their uh, mo mo. Yeah. Next, we meet Jane the Ripper. Old Jane the Ripper. Amy Johnston. Amy Johnson has acted in a few things, whatever, here and there. But, as we said, most of the cast, stunts. If you look up her stunt fucking list in IMDb, there's hundreds upon thousands of fucking things she was, she was a stunt person in. Uh, badass. Very much badass. She's got a very, very much like a Kill Bill vibe to her oh, yeah. backstory. Like, it's like, yes, yeah. so she was an army brat. Raised in Japan, hated her step 
father, so she ran away, ended up being traced, 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 trained by a disgraced ronin. So you see her, like, practicing sword play and learning all the things, and then ends up killing him. So, kills her master, student has become the master, that whole thing. Her thing, her MO is, she fucks her victims, and then while they're in... Or seduces them, I yeah. guess. Yeah. They don't necessarily come out and say she has sex with them, but uh, kind of hopefully she does, because that would at least give you a little bit of solace as yeah. you enter the next level. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, what easier way? Get get a dude all laid up, and he's like, oh, my God, that was amazing. Boom, dead. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, if I could be an assassin that had sex with my presumably all-female victims <laughs> first, <laughs> then I'd be like, while they're laying there all in a state of disappointment, then I'd kill them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly that. And um, so, so she fucks her victims, I think, and then kills them. <laughs> Supposedly, she keeps their genitalia. And if so... Well, that's a lot of cocks in a cabinet, he says. <laughs> so, we don't know, and everybody wants to take a round with her, but we're all too scared we'd never survive it, so nobody does. Ah, that's a good... <laughs> I mean, Ray, Park I, I, is, I, I, Ray Park's going for it. As we find out, he probably wants her to do some stomping, but... It's, well, and... and <laughs> I think... I think... Uh, yeah, I mean, every every praying mantis is like, what are you cowards afraid of? <laughs> Get in there. Get in that. Yeah. Ah. Hit the walls, bud. Uh, next, we meet Finicky Fred, who is just picking his nose so deep he himself even says, I almost took out my own eyeball with that one. <laughs> but just digging for gold. Uh, his thing, not a hitman so much as just serial killer, uh, yeah, just, it's serial killer for sure. He just gets names out of the phone book and then practices new ways to murder people. Yeah, but then his methods that he finds out works. He's like a scientist. A bit, yeah. And then he's like, oh, yeah, this is the way you should kill somebody or whatever, you know, I this guess. This works. Like, you yeah. see him putting a fire extinguisher in somebody's nostril and setting it off to see if that'll kill him. And or like, just doing all this random shit. God, yeah, it's horrifying, though. That's the most scary of all of them. Because, no, I don't want to fight any of the others, but this is the guy that would murder me, right? Well, yeah, he's going to You get a name out of the phone book yeah. random. So you know I you just going about your day and all of a sudden a dude touches you and you're dead somehow because yeah. he's... No, and this is why, like, I always thought, like, scary movies are scary and, 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 and ghosts and all those kind of things scare me. But, like, the ones that always scared me the most were the serial killer ones. Or, like, the, God, the, the, the Rob Zombie uh, uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. I, and I never saw it. Just yeah. insane, like like... We're just bad shit crazy. Just crazy people that just kill people like indiscriminately the, and love to see it and tear your so face the off. Texas and, yeah. Chainsaw Massacre yeah. type. Yeah. yeah. And those are the ones I was like, geez, these people exist. A lot of them are based on true stories. Right. Usually like, everyone uh, is based off some form of Ed Gain. Ed yeah. Gain is always one of the influences on any sort of murder, thrasher, serial killer in movies, yeah. period. Those always got to bring in Ed Gain. In fact, ghosts probably aren't going to kill me, but a person just hell bent on freaking destruction could kill me. Yeah. Some people just want to watch the world burn. Michael Caine. <laughs> All right, so lastly, we meet Big Ray, the landlord, our boss, our retired death merchant, played by Ray Stevenson, your man. Goddamn great. The great Ray Stevenson. And this Ray fucking Stevenson. weird facial hair. I, 
beard, I guess, but what he's rocking in this is... I don't know, because he doesn't have anything on the chin, right? Isn't it like a sideburns yes, down, like, like the Lemmy? It comes down and then goes up over, It's yeah. like the Lemmy. But not in the flashbacks, it's like the opposite. Right, right, Which right, is right, funny, right, but right, yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, he's got the Lemmy and it's all great. He's just, he just, and he's, it's filmed in a way, and I'm sure he's a tall, big dude, but it's filmed in a way where he is hulking Oh, Ray over Stevenson everybody. is a tall dude. And he's, it's just like, but he, it looks like he's like the comic depiction of Kingpin, where you're like an impossibly tall, wide-sized individual. I mean, he is, and I'm sure Ray Stevens is a massive man, but his depiction in this movie oh, yeah. is Bigger impossibly than huge. Yeah. yeah, right, right, right. So, there are, now finally we sit, you know, Mike sits down at the bar, gets his drink. We all, like, hey, Fred, what are you working on now? I'm working on a, on a, on a bandage, or what do they call them? A, uh, they got Band-Aid? They yeah, got but a, they call it like a plaster, or not a, a plexi, or a, 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 whatever term there, a plaster? Something they call him there, but he's like, I read that anaphylactic shock can be very s- sudden, like your allergies can change so fast. Anaphylactic shock obviously would be sudden, but uh, one minute you're not allergic to something, but then your system can change, and in the next minute, you're gravely allergic to it, like you could die. Yes, we all, we all know what gravely means. Thank you. But he wants to play with that idea and put poison on a Band-Aid so that it can be as simple as taking a Band-Aid off and putting a new one on, and you die, and they would think, oh, shit, they must have became suddenly allergic to this in that two seconds or whatever. And that's his new thing he's experimenting on. Yeah, he's, he's talking about how, yeah, anaphylactic shock, and and and, and I, I know that, yeah. When you could, I've never been allergic to poison ivy, but I know people that have been the same way, and then the next day they're allergic to poison ivy. And yeah. honestly, sometimes... I will drink whiskey and have an allergic reaction to it. For, yeah, I mean, fortunately for me, this is not one of those days. It's it's yeah, and I've seen that happen because we were out uh, down at downtown Lagrange. But yeah. that's not gravely allergic. Oh, it's no, like no, no, oh no. oh man, getting red kind of breaking. Yeah, but out I mean, bit. I probably could have just I'm kicked sure it, it up a bit. Yeah, yeah, maybe. But I don't. I don't know. And the I weirdest think that's thing, a realistic thing. I think that that, that could be. And, and just because, like would I said. Would it happen within two seconds, all of a sudden you're deathly allergic to something? Like, I'm eating a, hand, a, a, a bag of peanuts, and I take one bite, nothing, nothing. Go for the next one, all of a sudden peanut allergy, and I I'm dead. I wouldn't think that like, that would happen as, as soon as... Uh, yeah. that no, I know it can happen quickly, but probably not that fast. Yeah. yeah. But that's what he's... And that's why he's like... Now, if you were already allergic, then yes, it could happen. Well, absolutely, fast, if right, you already right. were. But the, the, the changing of your allergy system... So he's saying it could be as fast as changing a Band-Aid, which is why he wants to make deadly Band-Aids. And I'm like, Chekhov's Band-Aid. Right there. Check how off. does it... Chekhov's Band-Aid. Guess, yeah, I'm not going to get too far into it because of the science of it, because I don't think there's a lot of science behind not it. Not in this movie. It's because accident, it's like, man, It seems like it would have sake. to be specific. Like, okay, we're going to make this guy allergic to peanuts. So he's got to put this Band-Aid on and then put this Band-Aid right, on. Right, right. You can't just put arsenic or something because then they'll find that in the system right 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 so but and it, i don't know if arsenic like, can it's not just gonna make you skin, allergic like it seems to me like it would have to be specific well he's like, not this one's for bees this one's for peanuts right no this no no no. What? he's not trying to do specific allergens he's trying to play off of oh maybe they just suddenly got allergic to it then yeah yeah, but so it's not really a reaction to no, no, no. He's just going to poison them, poison and make, them, right, and make right, people right, right. think, okay, oh, they just yep. suddenly became allergic. I guess, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you'd have to have a fucking bat belt 
of all the different band-aids with all the different allergens right, right, on right. them. Yeah, you know? no, no, no. So this is just allergic to something, I guess. Or or he's going to... They must have been that freak thing where your allergies changed. To send the, it, I mean, but it seems like something could have sent everybody into anaphylactic shock. I mean, sure. everybody will go into anaphylactic shock for something. <laughs> because like, there's ants in, like, friggin' uh, Western Australia or something that will... It doesn't matter who you are. You're going to go into anaphylactic shock if they if they bite you. Like some of the poisons just work that way. But anaphylactic shock is what people that are allergic to certain things go into. So I guess I, it could just be that ant poison, the jumping jack ant poison. Maybe. But it, it, yeah, his plan isn't to get them on their specific allergens. It's to murder them so that it looks like they suddenly became allergic to something they weren't allergic to before. Right. As, right. As, as I'm as sure there's more sense. So anyway, it, it's accident, man. Let's... Yeah, uh, we, yeah, probably. So Jane <laughs> analyzing. Yeah, Jane comes up and is like, "Oh my, Mac, Mick, and Mac are like, this is bad. If I want to try to fuck Jane, it's like no, everybody wants to fuck Jane, but nobody wants to get fucking murdered with a samurai sword, so we don't fuck Jane. I might try it. <laughs> hey Jane, how much do you charge? Do you have a friends and family discount? Are you implying one that I'm a hooker, two that we're friends? Is <laughs> it even worse? Yeah, that, that we're, we're friends. <laughs> I am a fucking lady, all right? And then slams an entire beer and goes, I got to run. I got a 10 o'clock banging shank. <laughs> Just... <laughs> See, so she Of says, all the ways that the guys murder, this is the way I would rather yeah, go. But like, she herself says banging shank. No, so she no, herself no, says she fucks banging. and yep, then kills him. Good honor. You yeah. know, good honor. I'm not, I'm not judging. Hey, they I'm not. go down in a blaze of glory. Right. Yes, absolutely. That's they the come best way and, to go. Come and go. Best way to go. That's right. You come and you go. The old come and go. Come and go. But of course, I mean, and come there's... Come and go. Yes. Thank come you, a, come boy a, George. Come and come and come and shank again. All right. <laughs> 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 but the come and shank, too much. Come and shank, come and shank, yes, too much. Um, but yeah, obvious jokes. This This movie is... Like I said, I am a lady. Chugs a beer. <laughs> That's not what ladies do. I get it. And no, I haven't even dove into my notes. But this is the the first note that I made is I can tell this is not going to be a subtle bit of filmmaking. <laughs> it's landed out. It's telling you exactly what it is. Yes. There's no subtlety. Yeah, no. There's no, this is not a sublime experience. No. Nope. 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 Um, now we get, she leaves. We get more talk amongst the guys now. Mike, you still dating that model? And this line, oh, oh. but he's dating this model. Yeah, off and on, you know me. She's twenty six, body of an eighteen year old, mind of a twelve year old. Yeah, yeah that's a pretty I painful. Like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> it just gets grosser yeah, and grosser gross. and grosser as it goes it, on. And it's also, this is made in two thousand eighteen, guy. Come yeah. on now, this is something of my past in ninety eight. Or 88. But, dude, come on. God. Yeah. Ew. Oh. <laughs> She's autistic, mate. Yeah. <laughs> come on, She's dude. quadriplegic. <laughs> it's great. <sighs> oh. but, and they're fine with that. They're, yeah. They're, I mean, they're mass murderers, so they don't care. But then they're like, hey, what happened to your ex-girlfriend, right? Isn't she munching rogues now, right? She left you for that dude, that chick with the dude's name. What was it, Bob? <sighs> Charlie. Yeah, it's fucking the same thing, mate. Isn't it? All right, you're lesbians. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yep. lots of there's lots of <laughs> unpack here. Look, man, lesbians exist. 
sometimes they sleep with dudes to realize, ew, I would rather go down on women. And I agree that going down on women is wonderful. Amazing and yeah. tremendously and uh, life of every one of these guys here that's sitting in this pub making fun of lesbians. I know what their Pornhub searcher history is. So <laughs> shut the fuck up. You know, uh, yeah. so it sucks that you hooked up with the girl and then she found out she she wanted to be gay or came to the realization. Probably, okay, realization. Yeah, I don't or know. I guess I don't know. I mean, I won't so presume to know. I, I guess my process, point is yeah. instead of being like, "Oh, fucking dogs," hey, hey, you'd be like. Man, are you so terrible in the sack? Like, make it a making fun of a dude's dick joke or something. Like, oh, you must be so shit that she decided to change teams because you were fucking awful in bed. Or, right, right. And yeah. I think there are some of that they came around. That's what I would normally say. Yeah, but something like that. Like, oh man, you, you must really you are, suck at this. You're making them change teams. <laughs> yeah, but that, you know, you're batting negative a thousand. Hey, you know, everybody's got their own processes. Everybody's got everything. It's like <laughs> like we talk about often. There's a sliding scale. <laughs> oh, sure, 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 sure. There's a scale. I just... It's like, Ray Park is the the biggest one. I'm like, like you don't watch lesbian porn all the time. As you should. Lesbian porn's great. But you don't watch it, too, so why do you fucking talk shit to lesbians? I mean... What's your problem? But... One woman's great. Two women's even better. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. I mean, actually, I guess technically, if you want to get into the weeds on it, then if if you're watching two women together and you're like, God, I wish there was a dude with this huge hard cock right in the middle of this, <laughs> then that kind of makes you a little gay, right? Yeah, no, wasn't that uh, Ron White? Ron White was talking about oh, every, yeah, 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 every yeah, yeah, dude's yeah, got yeah. a little bit of gay in him. It's like, no, I don't. Well, you watch porn? Of course, I'm a straight male. All right, when you watch porn, you just want some guy with a tiny, flaccid little little dick in there doing, no, I want a big hard dog. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> we're anyway, <laughs> moving on. So, Ray, here's my three golden rules, and they're all like, oh, fuck, here we go again. And you know Ray's doing this every night. Yeah, they're, they're drinking above the bar, Ray. Yeah. <laughs> right there. Yeah. I don't got to hear you say it. The, but we also drink for free, because this is where we get our assignments. This is our clubhouse, so we're going to listen to it every goddamn night. But one, never get angry. Two, never get involved Three, most importantly, never get caught. So pretty much already know. Now after this one bar scene, they, by the end of the movie, all three of these rules will be broken and somebody's going to die by Band-Aid. <laughs> yep. It's, uh... Piece that together. Because this movie, again, is, is not trying oh, to... it's not. There's no... no, no there's, it's not no. a deep mind no. thing here. We're, we're, it's all out there in the open. It, it might as well be a fucking poster on the bars. Like, do you get it? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. this is all very surface level stuff. But yeah. it's all right. All you... these guys are going to fight accident, man. That yes. should have been on the poster. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. Uh, you don't come into this movie for a fucking Christopher Nolan plot twist or like you know. No, 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 no. No. We no. we we came here to watch Scott Atkins jump, spin, heel kick people in the face. Yeah. And we get plenty of that, so that's why we're here. Um, in walks Milton. Milton is character actor David Pamer. 234 credits on IMDb. You know David Pamer. Everybody knows David Pamer. I'm not going to fucking start calling him out, because you're going to do like Anthony is doing right now, <laughs> and you're going to look up David Pamer, and you're going to go, oh, yeah, that guy. Oh. 
Oh, David Paymer. David Paymer. David Paymer. He is the money man, the front man. He talks to the clients, handles the money, assigns the hitmen depending on what the clients want done. Uh, he's the the leg guy, I guess, essentially. Yeah, and this, like I said, this is the guy that you're going to know. I'm trying to think because he's been in so many movies. Yeah. Again, David Payne. You're going to know him. Yeah. You're going to know him. You're going to know him. Um, but so we get the whole breakdown of the system, right? So Milton meets with the clients, gets the information, goes home, types it up, puts it somehow, or takes a picture of it, and then uses the unprocessed film negative that he passes on to the hitmen. So they get a negative that they have to then deal with. And it's like, well, I guess better than leaving like post-it notes around or whatever. It's it's something. It seems a bit, where he goes, it even seems a bit mission impossible, but this is what we do. And then for that, he takes 15%. Like, well, if some guy's like, here's this tiny little thing, go take a couple hours, you get 25 grand. I didn't have to do any work to make that 25 grand. I mean, to get the gig. Yeah, but he's the buffer. Thing. He's the buffer. So that's Wait, what he says that he's like, it takes 15%. Of course, Ray takes 25, but nobody complains about that. No, yeah. nobody says shit about that. So immediately, 40%, 40% of your earnings gone. are gone. Yeah. And then you go buy a bike, and then you go beat up a bar. Yeah. Now you got no money left. Yeah. Hope you're happy. He's, I'm never he's got a happy. note on a bike that he could have paid cash for. Yeah. Um, so everybody hates Milton. Everybody wants to kill Milton, but that's literally a club rule. And the camera goes up to this chalkboard. No beating up Milton. Um, so he gets another job. You know, he's sitting back in the office with Ray and Milton, and it's like, we, uh, we need you to kill the band Satanic Mechanics. I don't know why they need I don't care why they need to die. Whatever. Shouldn't be a problem. Nope. Got it. Um, also, what's what's taking so long on that accountant job? Hey, good things come to those who wait. Well, don't wait too long because they paid a lot of fucking money for this. So they want to see the goddamn results, huh? Uh, if you get it done by tomorrow, they'll pay double the fee. Oh. Oh. Okay. Well, man. I mean, yeah. I'll do it then. <laughs> That's that works. So now we cut to him on a roof with like the sniper rifle, gas powered. It's not like it's like some kind of weird little like like yeah. It's like, like a, a it, it's gas powered. It's not like a rifle. Yeah, shit, shit. gas powered. But it's it's rifled, but it's gas powered and it shoots bits of glass. Yeah, as opposed to you know a bullet or a, right. which it could have been a nail or something to that effect. It, they could be in the road. Yeah. I guess spoiler alert. But he's yeah. up here. It's not a rifle. Yeah, um, long. It's not. A, it's not shooting bullets in the conventional correct, correct uh, uh, definition of the word. I guess. So he's sitting up here and he says, "I've come up here every morning for the past five days. I'm just waiting for a car to come at the right speed at the right time." Of course, as we see these people like milling around waiting at this bus stop, this car comes around the corner. He's like, "Oh, there it is!" Boom! Shoots out a tire. It like spins out fucking slams into this guy, pins him against a rock wall. And he even said, as he's breaking the, the gun down and getting ready to leave, there's like, police will suspect the blown tire was a cause due to the glass in the road. Bob's your uncle. I love that he says, Bob's your uncle. I don't know why I always like that. That <laughs> phrase just, it's, you know, and there you have it. There it is, basically. But And Bob's your uncle. 
I don't know why. It's just an English saying I've always thought was fucking great. <laughs> Bob's your Bob's What does uncle. it even mean? And there you have it. That's it. You know? It's like, you take this, you do this. It also feels like anybody that's driven in any kind of adverse situation would know that as soon as the car goes one way, how to steer out of it. Like, like if your car, if you, if you have a blowout and it starts shifting one way, you start steering opposite and stuff. Like, that's a lot of assumptions that worked out perfectly for him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it worked out great. And so he's like backing it down and, and breaking it all down to us and everything. And the guy's dead and a crowd is forming. Meanwhile, the driver of this car is sitting and like, yeah. I killed him! Oh God, I killed! So you just ruined this man's life. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Yeah, this man is going to end up in a fucking insane asylum. I, I would hope not. Yeah, you would hope that he'd seek comfort and that it was outside of his control. But yeah, no. Th- but like, that's, I mean, these guys make a living killing people, so it's not like uh, yeah. But but conscious doesn't keep them. Don't awake care about that, any yeah, of the no. collateral damage no, or how no. this guy. Okay, so the driver of that car is totally alive and unscathed, but he's not fine. His life is ruined. Right, which is better. One step better than the U.S. government, I guess. Because <laughs> kill the target, kill the driver, and kill everybody in yeah, the area. That's true. <laughs> just <laughs> training exercise. No. Uh, so now for PMT this time, because you can't just go beat up an entire bar every time he has to work, uh, he does his boxing workout. So we get to see fucking sexy, shirtless Scott Atkins beating up this heavy bag. His apartment is basically a studio apartment where he has a bed. And his heavy bag is right next to it. There's no furniture anywhere. Well, you got to wake this up and the, beat off. Yeah, wake up and beat <laughs> off, literally. He has the, the bachelor pad. There's a, a bed, a heavy bag, and a fridge. And he's spending all his time wondering why his girl left him. Yeah. It's like, dude, wake up. Look yeah. around. Yeah. Um, so while he's beating up this bag, we get, uh, he, you know, he's hung up. He's like, why can't I stop thinking about her? Flashbacks of Beth. The previous girlfriend, you know, the one who left him. What he say? Uh, his quote is, "Why'd she leave me for Charlie Adams and a minge?" <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's v- vagina. 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 Yep. No. Got. It. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just make sure you're there. No, but it was a very sexy flashback. Like there was. Oh, some, yeah, there, there was some boob. There was some boobage. boobs out and stuff. It was a. It was a good. And they're doing that movie thing where they have the sheets pulled completely over them that nobody ever, that? ever does, but it happens like in movies that. all the time. I'm guessing for lighting purposes, like it's easier to film or something. God, I have no idea. But nobody do ever does that. Ever. I, even, I hate being under covers at all. I get hot. Yeah. This is hard work, lady. This is awkward. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm going to turn the fan up. <laughs> um, so then he's at the, the club where satanic mechanics are playing, and we get a bit about... Yeah, they, they rush through some shit because they're trying to play and there's some bad ground. Or, well, he says bad earth because in England they call it earth, not ground. But uh, takes advantage of the terrible grounding on the stage that all their equipment's plugged into and pours a beer on the console and it fries everything and electrocutes the whole band. And Which is exactly how that works. Yep, exa- again, like we talked about in Violet Night. <laughs> Definitely no flaws in this. Also, I'd like to talk about how the similarities between the Satanic Mechanic show and everybody out there supposedly dancing to some pretty heavy metal music bore a lot of resemblance to the hip-hop show. The hip-hop event. (laughs) The hip-hop event, yes. And hardcore. Yes. The hip-hop event. It's obvious to me that there is not a lot of music playing when these people... No, no, no. And none of them... I've been to a couple metal shows, like some 
some really friggin' uh, like in Topeka, there is a lot of metal shows. And this was, and maybe the Topeka group is different from the England group. But these people all looked a lot cleaner and better dressed than any other metal <laughs> show I've ever been to. Like, this is not how this is go, go down. No, no, yeah, yeah. They all, and the, the singer was like mid stage dive when he gets electrocuted. So then these people are holding his dead body and yeah. it's like foaming at the mouth yeah. and shit. Yeah, no, it's like, yeah, so weird. So. But he killed them all. But Great he killed job. them all. And he, then Milton calls, and he's like, hey, uh, thanks for finally doing that accountant job. Uh, I'm kind of tied up, but you need to go pick up the payment for that accountant job, you know. Uh, be at this fucking place at this time. And it's like, well, I mean, that's weird. That's not how we usually operate, whatever, as long as I get paid, I guess. So he shows up. It's a setup, obviously. He climbs off his motorcycle. Another dude runs up on a bike and starts shooting. So he hides... Let's the guy fucking drain his clip, comes out, and uh, and I'm, I have the note, he has PMT times four, because he just murdered four people in this band, so he is yeah, no, extra it's hyped. Like, it's like, an opportunity I, for him. Yeah, he's like, like I, I really need to break somebody's body right now, and he just goes out, so I like the guy comes racing at him on the bike, and we get a fucking awesome... All in the same shot, it doesn't cut to show the... Con- like It's just him jumping up, kicking this dude... Off of a motorcycle. Excellent, excellent fucking stunt. Yeah, just double leg kicked. Like, double leg kicked yeah. to the, yeah. Fuck, it's awesome. <laughs> and then this guy keeps trying to get up, spin kick. Guy tries to get up, kick again. He's just like, come he's on, dude, what totally the fuck? And yeah. then, at this point, he's talking about, he's like, you know, I'm not a sadist worker, but I just want to know how things hurt. Like I want So every time he kicks a dude, he's like, did that hurt? How did yeah. that feel? It's like, dude, it fucking hurt like hell. Like, stop, stop asking. And the me dude about even it. had has his motorcycle helmet, and he's kicking the yeah, helmet. Kicking he's like, fucking the, <laughs> did that hurt? He's like, no, I got a goddamn helmet on. This yeah. DOT regulated helmet. It did right? kind of jerk my neck a little bit. That kind of a little kinda sore hurts. back yeah, there. Yeah. All right, so uh, could, take those notes. Are you good? All right, I'm gonna head home. Yeah, <laughs> and, it, and he's just fucking with them. It's like it's laughable. Guys like trying to fight. He even keeps in all these poses. He's like, what was that? Is that supposed to be Southern style? Fucking. <laughs> Yeah, puts him down again. Get the fuck out of here with that, and just kicks him repeatedly, repeatedly. And finally, a guy like pulls out a knife. He's like, "Oh, well, okay, I guess we'll we'll wrap this up." <laughs> like, fucks the dude up, kills him, and then calls Milton. He's like, "This was a fucking setup. You sent me into a fuck." No, no, this seemed legit. No, they just tried to kill me. So uh, price is quadrupled now. It well, and even during it, he was explaining to him all the different ways that he could have successfully killed him. He's like, you could have been set up on the roof over there. Yeah. This is an open way. It's like, I'm, yeah. I'm standing out here in the wide open. You could have just planted could C4 have. and exploded it shock and awe style. Yeah. You could have done all these things. But here you are. Trying, <laughs> yeah. Trying repeatedly to fight me. when the, yeah. You yeah. decided to come up. What, you rode up on a bike blasting your gun? You didn't hit anything. You didn't yeah, even fucking like, hit anything. You, you came up yeah, like, yeah, on a loud motorcycle yeah. on, as, as you could be. And then you came up with a close quarters gun shooting in every direction but mine. <laughs> and then, yeah. yeah, no. He's like, you're such a disappointment to Which me is my trade. what everybody does when you're watching movies like this. You're like, oh, this is fucking unbelievable. You, you should have done this or they should have done that. You know. So I like that they're calling that out a bit. But yeah, he ends up, this guy says, prices quadrupled. Milton's like, that's not how it worked. But he hangs up on him like, no, I'm not negotiating this fucking shit right now. So he gets home. He's got a voicemail from Charlie. He's like, hey, someone broke into our apartment. Beth is dead. Funeral Sunday. She would have liked you to know. 
So we cut to the funeral now. Charlie is Ashley Green. Ashley Green played Alice Cullen in them their uh, them, them them Twilight movies, which I never watched. I have never seen the, those she's myself. In the Twilight movies. I have no desire to. I do not care. No. Uh, after everyone walks away from the gravesite, Mike, who had been hanging back, decides, okay, now I'll go up and pay my respects. He's like, I brought you flowers, even though you'd probably hate them, because that means I pulled plants out of the ground or whatever. Uh, she's super green thumb. Oh, yeah, uh, she's a... Uh, uh, environmentalist. Uh, environmentalist, yes. Activ- uh, an environmental activist. activist yes. yes. And uh, so it's like, sorry I brought you flowers, but it did seem like... I liked how when he flashes back about his love for her during his dream or whatever... It's like he's like got a beer bottle, and they're fighting over whether he throws it in the recycling or the trash. It's like, dude, have you considered that you're probably an asshole? Throw it in the goddamn recycling. Put it in the recycling, dude. You could end this fight by putting it. The bins are right next to each other. You just fine. No more effort. Yeah, try try not being an asshole. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Which is why Charlie hates him because Charlie, as they're all walking away, happens to turn around. Oh, there he is, and she walks up. It's like I didn't think he'd show up. Hey, you're a fucking prick. All I ever know is what Bez said, which means you're a self-centered asshole. Uh, also, you're a prick. I don't know if I said that, but you're an asshole. And that's she's just laying into him. And also, you're a prick. Yeah. yeah, no, it's yeah. Just, it's and, like, but then his own flashback's like, dude, this dude is a freaking asshole-ish prick. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. Um, and so, like, we're meeting for the first time and talking shit, whatever. It's like, yeah, the murders were found. Fucking couple of crackheads their dna was all over the place so we know it was them but i guess they used the money they stole to overdose basically because they they're dead also beth was pregnant it was yours we didn't want you to be a part of it what you're just gonna raise them with your two little fucking lesbians like well you got a problem with gay people no i've got no problem with gays and dykes with what <sighs> gays and lesbians i got no problems with it <laughs> What, so what's all this bullshit well, they're the same thing gays are lesbians or yeah. lesbians are gays yeah a bit square rectangle thing but it's like my problem is that one of them is my girlfriend ex-girlfriend motherfuck she broke up with you and wanted to be with me sorry get the fuck over it but he he has one tiny leg to stand on which if that is my kid you can't just not at all tell me about it like, the plan was to not let him know at all. And that's, that's fucked. That's pretty fucked up. Uh, I, <laughs> actually, I know a guy that uh, he, he uh, had relations with this uh, woman. And okay. she got pregnant. And she decided not to tell him that she was pregnant. And then she raised a daughter um, until her 18th birthday. And then on her 18th birthday, she visited him at work. And said, you owe us 18 years of back child support. And sued him for 18 years of back child support. Even though, which really pissed me off. Because you can, if you don't want to have anything to do with him, that's fine. But you can't not tell him that he has a child. Yeah. You can't, just, like, it, he will pay his part. But you've got to let him have a part of this girl's life. But she did not well, you do you at least that. have to tell him, hey, yeah. you're supposed to be paying. You can't yeah. come on 18 yep. years later, like, hey, this thing you never even knew existed? Yeah. According to the court system, he pay, He had to pay God 18 damn, years of back child support. That's <laughs> fucked. Yeah. Which, I don't know, just anger. I mean, I love my kids, and, and I would... I, would yeah. I think, to me, like, it sucks to, like, on a monetary standpoint, it sucks to be like, okay, now you owe this. But it sucks to me more. It's like, dude, I want to have a... I want to be a part of my daughter's life or my kid's life. 
life. Like, don't yeah. come to me 18 years later and just make me pay. I would have happily yeah. paid throughout that child's and life. And maybe been a fucking dad. Yeah. And known I had a daughter. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. No. yeah that's, it was one of the most shit. fucked situations I've ever So that's what about. I'm saying. Like, I get you're mad at him. Beth is mad at him. Well, that's, yeah. that's fine. But you can't just not tell this guy that he has a kid. Yeah. But no, I guess I he doesn't now. No. He, not going not gonna to work here anymore. <laughs> not going to be born here anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he makes a call. We just see him on the phone. He's like, need to cash in that favor. I don't know why my English is starting to sound more Australian, but anyway. Um, he, I guess that's kind of the other side of the coin, though, right? I mean, it's a woman's choice, whether it lists or whether. I mean, it's if the same thing. You, you don't have to have my permission to terminate a pregnancy. You don't have uh, to have my permission you're gonna to keep go it, forward and with you're, it. If you're going to keep it and you're going to have the kid, I think that the other person at least needs to know that they have a child. I don't. I think keeping the fact that they have offspring from somebody is no. no I think it's it. shitty, but I think it's like I said. It's a, it's. I'm, I and I, I'm not questioning a woman's right to choose at all. But I think that that choice can go both ways. And if she doesn't want that guy in his life, in her life at all, okay. then that's a choice uh, that you can but make. But then she can't show up 18 years later and right. say, "Well, no, no." In that instance, <laughs> yes, I agree. It's like make that choice and stick with it. But right. in, in this situation, yeah. I don't know that she's entirely in the wrong. I could see being mad from his point, but if she's like, I'm out, this isn't going to work, this dude seems like he kills people for a living, I don't want him to be a part of my child's life. That's, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's, I can see uh, he, that, he's that point of view. a professional murderer. I right. don't think I want him around my kid. Yeah, all right. Eh, situation, I guess. But <laughs> um, Anyway, the favor he calls in, uh, he meets some random guy. Rides his bike up, gets a blue notebook, goes back to Beth's apartment. Now we get this crime reenactment. He's like, okay, so according to the police file, these two crackheads climbed up the outside of the building. Not impossible, but unnecessarily hard. Crowbarred the window open. Again, a whole lot of work for a random crackhead heist. Uh, Beth came home in the middle of it, so they raped and tortured her all for a few household items this doesn't add up for for crackheads now this doesn't i mean from the day one when they talked about it you're like something's going on like but of course it wouldn't be much of a movie i mean we're from the outside looking in but none of it made much sense from the beginning no and so the notebook happens to uh, be the uh crime file like the priest file police file um so the he reads that drugs were found in her system Drugs uh, from her doctor claiming she got them prescribed to treat her fear of flying. So quick memory of them sitting on an airplane, like having drinks and laughing and having a great time. like fear of flying since fucking when? So the drugs in her system isn't something she takes naturally. If it's supposed to be fear of flying, there's no fear of flying. That's obviously bullshit. Drugs in the system were sodiums or whatever, also known as the truth serum. And in my trade, that's a truth serum. So, huh. Then, so that means, let's rewrite this. Cut cut back. And it's, it's very much like in Fight Club, how the, the narrator's sitting there and everything's kind of moving and happening on the screen around him, you know. And so it all goes back. And then it's two professionals come in. They inject her with the truth serum. Then they have to cut the shit out of her to hide the needle wounds. Left crackhead DNA all over to cover their tracks. This is Mick and Mac. 
this is a professional job. These are the guys that do high-level shit and make it look like street-level shit. That's what this is. Which it seemed funny to me that they had to spell it out that much because yeah. from the beginning, this is their M.O. So, like, you yeah. know immediately. You spelled it out enough when we were going through and met them and you said they do high-level shit and make it look like street-level crime. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like, from the beginning of this, right. from the first description of this. But like I said, but this is not a... Uh, this, this is a Jesse V. Johnson movie. So he's he realizes that his audience, again, $5 bin at Walmart. <laughs> yes. So... We're going to have to spell it out. Wait a minute. This don't make no sense. How could he... F- how, how come there was crackheads and now all of a sudden there's some other guys in this apartment? Now wouldn't we got woman, British SAS? What? what? Wasn't that woman already dead? Because <laughs> they don't understand flashbacks. That's that's who we're making this Did you really for. get this from the $5 bin? No. Oh. Did you order this? I plead the fifth. <laughs> fifth. Uh, <laughs> One, two, three, four, fifth. I did. I streamed it. And then based off of the uh, massage parlor fight alone, I was like, yeah, I'm getting this. I'm this getting is this. going in. This, this is going, is going in. in. All right. Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. And I love how, like, <laughs> even now, you're holding tight to the rules. I'm not saying, yeah. like, like, you're like, this new movie's coming out. I'm getting, no, I'm, yeah. He's good. He, just so you guys know, as soon as he can get a DVD of John Wick 4, he will have oh, a yeah, DVD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though you can just have it streaming and watch it on any device that you Nope. Own. I will own the DVD. I'd to get it here. Yep. If you didn't have this podcast, would you still buy it? This one, no. The DVD? For John Wick 4? Yeah, for like that, you'd still probably. buy the DVD. This, Accident Man, definitely not. But no. John Wick 4, <laughs> but yeah. The Accident Man was I've already got Creed 3 ordered, and we're past that. So I pre-ordered that so for whenever for it comes out. So for just a special episode. <laughs> nice. No, I'm just curious. I was like, I was like man. I, I like I physical know. media. I like to put on and actually watch. Maybe we'll do special features. Maybe we'll do some of the extra No, stuff, and you know? I know, what was that and one movie that talked streaming. about the special features? I need to look at those special features on whatever that movie was. I remember. Violent Night has like oh, an entire it. movie's worth of fucking deleted scenes. Yeah, no, I gotta watch yet. that. I gotta borrow so the I, DVD from and you. I still like to put on records and CDs. Yes, I have Spotify and I stream music, but I, I don't know. I, I'm a sucker for having the physical media. I love physical media. Well, I can see so. that. I can see like the violent. Not, I mean, not the violent. I can, see, I can see music because the music, I mean, MP3, uh, or the streaming isn't near the, like if you're an audiophile, the, the quality of the music right. isn't, isn't as yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. But the movies, you can stream those in a higher quality than DVDs. Like there, sure. if you got good internet, I you just, got 4K, you got 8K. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just something like I'm putting this on and we are watching a movie now. Well, if you're streaming, it's like, it's like we can just pause it. We can turn this over to something else. And it's, it, I don't know. What, <laughs> it's movie night. We're putting a fucking movie on. We're watching oh. a movie. God, I but know. I do miss the days of like like Friday night, Disney movie nights used to be on like or CBS or whatever. VH- oh, I was like, like when you were, no, just like when they before, I remember before I, we had a VCR and we would like Friday nights was movie night and it was only because like a, a CBS I think had a Disney movie on or whatever and it was whatever it was and we would actually, once we got a VCR, we'd record those movies so that we could watch <laughs> them again. But then it was like, Everybody sat and watched it, and then the commercial would come on, and you go pee and do whatever, and oh, then right, come right, back. Right. So now, I mean, I, I understand that, but it's weird to me now because music I can understand the higher quality still with records or 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 CDs, but movies are a higher quality to stream if you got good yeah, internet. I just I just like the, but obviously the, I can't the, get the special features that you have yeah, with Violent Night, see? so I got to see that. Yeah, I just I just like the physical anyway. Off the rails. Off the Again. rails. Again. Yeah, that's why Again. people listen. 
Uh, so he decides he's going to... Apparently Mick and Mac live in the same dojo. <laughs> he goes to their place. And maybe they don't live there. They definitely train there. But they're, you know, they're in their, their blue geese and they're practicing. And he walks in. He's like, yeah, fucking Beth is murdered. Yeah, we know that. No, but not by the crackheads like cops. They're like, there's, there's more going on here. And it uh, seems kind of like... And as he starts laying out, it seems like you two did it. And they're like, oh... You come in here making accusations, and Ray Park gets all lippy. He's like, oh, that fucking dyke. Fuck, call her a dyke one more time, man. Just fucking one more time. And a bit more banter, and then finally he says dyke again. So this is where he just fucking kicks him in the face, and we get a two-on-one, three badass martial artists all fighting each other. And, man, it's cool as fuck. It's a a very good fight. It's, It's fantastic. And he's even talking. He's like... I know they're supposed to be the best of the best, but they're obviously military trained and, and they're stuck and rigid in their ways and their forms. Like this, this well, all says, seems predictable. Says, this, this is highly trained to them, but this is predictable to me. It's just predictable to me. I mean, he's getting beat up a bit because there's fucking two of them. But then yeah. he, after the predictable to me, of course, is the turning point where he's like dodging this, catching the foot, flipping him into this guy, and then he just fucking mops the fourth bullet until finally Michael J. White's like, okay, 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 fuck. Enough! Jesus Christ! Yeah, we did it. Uh, Our bad. Sorry, man. It was just standard. Well, we get we get a friggin' ticket. Yeah, you get a name. You gotta go after the name. Like, what do you want? What? Whoa! Who? Who fucking say? What do you mean? Who send? It's the same deal you always get. Milton hands us a fucking film negative, and we go do the job. It's the same thing you do. We got a film negative for Milton. So Milton's behind it. No, it's a goddamn job that Milton was processing like he yeah. does every other Dude, job. You this, know how this works. This is our job that we do every Which day. Which I kind of feel like that when he walked in all pissed, like instead of denying it, it, it I'd have been like, uh, yeah, yeah, we got that. We got, they, we got that. That was on the zip drive that they yeah. handed us. And uh, we murdered her. I'm sorry, but that's your ex. Most people would be happy for that. Yeah. <laughs> but then she's pregnant. Oh, well. I we didn't did know that. Know that did either. not know that was not yep, given. That was us. not in the no. dossier. The dossier is basically this person, this address. And that's it, man. You know how this works again. So okay. sorry, I had no idea. Let's all save each other a bunch of kicks in the face and understand that this is the profession we chose. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, kick in the face still. Okay. Yeah. All right. I see all right well, then I guess the we'll do it. <laughs> uh, get back to the oasis where Ray's like, "Stop it! You know, fucking knock it off! I told you not to get fucking involved. Now you're involved." He's like, well, but they, he's like, yeah, I know. I'm just hearing about it. I'm not fucking happy about it. Obviously, something's shady about it. But you don't just go fucking attack your coworkers over it. You fucking piece of shit. This is not how we do it. You come and talk to me. You don't just go fucking beating people up. That sounds like boss talk. Well, he's no, dude. Boss. I'm gonna beat this guy's ass yeah. if he's out here talking shit on my job. Yeah, the swig. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been a boss on a construction job? <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Ray's kind of scolding Mike a bit. You should have just come to me. Yes, it's fucked up. But come to me and let me handle it. You don't just go beating people up, even though that is what you do. Yeah, no, that's what you and do. And then we get a flat. Just don't do it on the job. But yeah. he didn't. They weren't at the bar. No. That was it. They were on their own time. This, they go, beat, at, go beat ass on your own time. They weren't at the Continental. Just don't bring it in here. Yeah. This is a business place. Yeah. Settle that shit outside of here. And they did. Yeah. And that's, that's no problem. It, on my jobs, man, these guys got in a fight over the weekend. 
Well, that shit better be settled before they show up here at 7 a.m. on Monday. <laughs> yeah. Um, we cut back to, to Mike as a kid. He's got a paper out. Uh, every single day he's getting beat up by bullies. There's one in particular. a gang of ro- yeah, roving a, bullies. A gang of them. And there's one, the lead, that's super evil, shitty kid. Uh, you know, and he's always trying to hide from him. He's running away and hiding. One day as he's hiding, he happens to see Ray. And younger Ray has just the chin strap. Diff- slightly different beard. Right. But uh, breaking into a place. He's like, oh, that's weird. And then the bullies find him. And they're about to beat him up when the fucking place explodes. And you see Ray just like quickly walking away. It's like, oh, oh, and that, but the explosion makes the bullies run off. And so he follows Ray. He's like, I don't know why I thought to do it, but I followed him. And I uh, followed him for a while. I trailed him for months, watching him do all of his jobs. And uh, somehow gets the balls to go to his place. He wants to go to his place and try to hire him. And he, he, he was following him and video recording him yeah. through multiple murders. And yes. then he shows up and he's like, all right, I need you to murder these people for me. And Ray's like, what? That does nothing like, not, I don't, you don't know what you're talking about. And they showed him the video on the camera, and he's like, grabs him and pulls him in. Yeah, he's like, fucker. <laughs> okay, but if you kill me, my parents, you know, if, if I'm not home by 6 o'clock, they got all these. This- a foster parents. He yeah. was, it was an yeah. entry to it, so. And, uh, you know, they'll check the tape, and they'll release a copy of this tape to so-and-so and blah, blah, blah. It's like, you're full of shit. Maybe, maybe I'm not. You want to take that chance? All right, you're a fucking spunky little bitch or spunky little cunt <laughs> yeah. or something. And yeah. uh, he does open the door, and we see like this room with the counter all covered in plastic and the tools sitting out. And he's like, Yep, I can't just let anybody know what I do. That's when he attacks. Like, can't right. let anybody know what I do, so I got to kill you now. But he ends up uh, kicks him in the nuts and hits hits him over the head with the a bottle plate. and a plate, yeah. and then kicks him in the nuts. And then I think that's when, when, when Ray's really like. This kid's got some spunk. Yeah, this got kid's some, got... Yeah, he's yeah. like, you're fucking stupid. Got a hell of a kick, though. Yeah. Got kicked him right in the balls. Yeah. <laughs> Grabbing his butt. like, ah, you got a hell of a kick, though. <laughs> and then, so, a little bit of it. He's like, I think you're fucking awesome. I love what you do. Probably need to be better at surveillance, though. Like, how do you not know that a fucking teenager's tracking you? Yeah, That's no just, shit. You probably need to get better on that. And Ray's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, fair. Fair point. <laughs> fair point. So I'm not going to kill your bullies, but what I will do is train you and help you out. So he becomes a bit of a mentor. We also learn specifically what defenestration means. Throwing someone out of a window. So we, there is a specific word for throwing someone Defenestra- out of a window. Which I don't even know why that fenestration. Is it fen- it's not defen, de- de- it's fen. Defenestration. Defenestration, yeah. It's throwing someone out of a window. So Mike sets up this thing to lure his bully out onto his balcony he puts a he puts like a 10 quid on a yeah, on, on a, an antenna on antenna outside the window yeah. and so the bully comes in he sees it and he starts going out and mike has been like hiding on the bully's bed under all these pillows because this bully has like 40 throw pillows on yeah the he's bed. like a freaking middle-aged woman yeah just so many pillows and he like comes out of the pillows and just runs come out, out of and, home goods yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's why he keeps taking all his paper out money he's got to go buy more pillows dude um, but he pushes him off a balcony. Fucking, we see this teenager's body splatter on the pavement. It's fucked up. And then he gets back. He's like, I fucking defenestrated him. No, that's windows, not balcony, you fucking shit. <laughs> you fucking- 
And then also, I like this detail as he's sitting there in Ray's apartment. And he's like, no, window, not balcony, this whole thing. Right behind him, you can see that same kill room, that countertop that we saw earlier, now has all this blood on it. <laughs> Where so before it was clean. <laughs> when he was, you know, when I he first showed up, he was, it was clean. That. And now in this scene, it's got blood on him. So Ray has been working while Mike uh. was out killing the bully. <laughs> like he was just literally working because that blood is still running down the counter. And it's like, oh, that, that's nice. <laughs> um, so, but he's like, all right, bring you in. He, teach, he teaches him everything about killing. Um. Yeah, teach everything about killing, fighting, weapons. This is where we get the first use of the three rules. Well, second for the movie, but first use for Ray and Mike. Um, and you get to see him just much like the Bloodsport montage of, I don't know how to fight. Well, I'm going to not take it easy on you and bludgeon the fuck out of you until oh, yeah. you learn. This is what it is. So that's how that goes. Now... Uh, that's the end of flashback where it ends with the three rules and Mike's back on his bike. He's like, I've already broken two. I'm in danger of breaking the third. He's always tough. He's like this tough guy talk. So he gets to Charlie's place and he's trying to tell her what's going on and she doesn't want to talk to him. You're a piece of shit. No, blah, 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 you know. And uh, arguing back and forth. He's like, look, Beth was murdered. I know she's okay yet murdered, but I mean like professionally murdered. Well, how do you know that? Well, because I... Because of my job, I'm in lost adjustment. What? Anyway, in the midst of arguing, Carnage Cliff breaks in, swinging his axe around, just Carnage, fuck, screaming at the top of his lungs. He's like in berserker barrage mode. Uh, another big fight. Uh, Scott Atkins beats the fuck out of him. Ends up knocking him down onto his own axe and killing him. Oh yeah, that was a huge fight. Big fight, lots of lots of face kicks, but uh, he falls on the axe and he's like, "Oh, oh, hey, Mike, I didn't know you was here." Yeah, like he comes in like in a berserker rage oh, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Like he doesn't even see what's happening. Now. No, not. And aware. then on the yeah, he's like, "Oh, I didn't even know you were here." Why, why? Why are you coming after me? Didn't know you was here, mate. Yeah, I think I'm dying now. He's <laughs> like. All calm and friendly. He's like, yeah. Okay. That no, that was weird. So obviously he was there to kill Charlie, not not Mike. So yeah. I was like, it's just funny because then he's like, he's like, who's that? It's like, oh, he's a friend from work or whatever. Like, yeah. like he, was, he had no bad things to say about him. He's like, this is how he operates. He yeah. does not even. He comes yeah. in in a blind rage, which I can't imagine that working for long. No. Like how you can't be an assassin for long doing it that way. Like how you're not going to get caught. Anyway, well, it doesn't matter. But, Didn't have to do it for long. Um, yeah, now he did now. She's like, well, they're, they're obviously trying to kill you now, so you need to get, uh, you need to get somewhere safe. She goes, hey, Beth, always backed up all of her information, whatever, on her parents' hard drive. Okay, good. Go to her parents' house, stay there, see if you can get information, get the fuck out of the assassin track here. Uh, then he goes to find Milton. He walks into some little Russian massage, massage parlor, parlor thing. Not the happy ending. No, well, no. I assume not the happy ending. <laughs> maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe, I don't, I'm not judging. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Hey. If you, if you want to get a happy ending from a freaking 300-pound muscled-out Russian dude, then this is where you go. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this, is your, this is your spot. But as he walks in, Fred's there in the lobby. And, of course, there's another guy kind of at the counter keeps trying to deal with Mike, and Mike fucking elbows him and knocks him out. And Fred's like, oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah, because he's like, oh, you can't come in here or whatever. He's like, he's with us. Yeah. And then, he, and then he talks a little bit, and the guy's like, the Russian guy comes back. He's like, "You want me to remove?" 
He says, yes, I think so. And then the elbow comes. Elbow and like, he just knocks instantly knocks the dude out. And like, Freddy's before like. Before I could remove. Yeah. Freddy, uh, he's, he's okay. He's back there. He's in the back. Yeah. And I just like, he's like, Fred, this doesn't seem like the place you'd hang out. Well, there's a lot you don't know about me, isn't there, Mike? <laughs> um, so, yeah, go back. And, and Milton is getting a massage from, yeah, just. Goddamn Dave Batista. I was going to say super like, shredder. Like, yeah, this guy is a huge dude, just ripped, tattooed ripped, up. Yeah, fucking insanely huge I've guy. only had a few tattoos. Not tattoos. A few massage. I think I've only really had one professional massage in my life. And it was by an elderly black man in Arkansas. <laughs> and I was not comfortable. <laughs> like, like, I'm not saying he didn't do a great job, but to me, I was like, ah, it's done by a beautiful young woman or something, you know, but the guy did a great job. But if I walk into a massage parlor and the guy's like, yes, come back, I will massage you. I'm like, no, no, I'm, I'm good. You keep my money and all, <laughs> yeah. but nah, I'm not. Nah. Nah. Uh, so he walks in and there happens to be like a, a rack full of kettlebells. Yeah, this must be some kind of weird. Yeah, gym place. slash massage. So he grabs a kettlebell, and as the massage masseuse turns around, he fucking clunks him right in the head. He's like, "That's the problem with these Russian guys. They're fucking tough as nails. You got to hit them with something heavy and metal and fast." Yeah, just Russians. Those, yeah, that's just the Russians. Only, everybody else can take a blow like that from a kettlebell. <laughs> yep, no, no problem. I think he means the other way. Like, you need something that extreme to knock the oh, Russian I see, out. Oh, yeah, I see. I yeah. see. All right, all right. And so all what's right. funny is when he clocks this dude, he falls down over the top of Milton. So now Milton is pinned under this 300 pounds of muscle. Yeah. And uh, he's laying there. He's like, all right, we're going to talk. And he, he's just randomly punching Milton in the face. Like, fuck you. No, tell me what I don't know. Fucking punch. Like, God, stop punching me. He says something. He's like, they'll kill you once they find out. But we can let this first one go. Yeah. Like, we can, like, I, I didn't see anything. <laughs> okay, well, now I'm going to have to report it. Yeah. Um, who put out the hit on Beth? You know, I never know that. And I like during this, the, this big guy keeps waking up. And so he keeps like doing giant kicks or fucking find something else. Like three or four times this dude starts dude, to come out. Is, keeps getting knocked back out. severely freaking concussed oh, yeah. at this point. It's a running gag of this interrogation scene is how many times Scott Adkins has to re-knock this dude out. And it's pretty funny. And then, uh, so he's, get, yeah, he's getting the info slowly. Uh, all right, all right, all right, fine. I got a name, Leonard Kent. Leonard Kent, you got to find that. Um, so, yeah, keeps knocking out big dude. Another, the, the front door guy comes back, beats the shit out of him. Big guy he's wakes, got a bat with him, so yeah. now he's got a bat. And now, big now. guy wakes up one last time, bat knocks right. him out for the seventh, eighth time. And he's hitting time. Milton's I don't know. feet. Like, he's yeah. hitting him in the feet. Oh, yeah. It, it, like, it, I, I got to imagine. Like, to breaking, me, breaking it, foot I, that can't hurt too bad, but I got, it's got to hurt like hell. I imagine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. But, like, when I think of the most painful places to hit, the feet isn't exactly it. But, yeah, he's knocking the shit out of his feet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I like we get one last muscle-bound knockout just yeah just for funsies before we move on and then charlie calls like hey there was actually info there we need to meet up um you know set a time place back at the bar ray is oh okay now ray is fucking pissed like how could mike do this he killed one of us it was one thing when he beat the shit out of two of us but now he's killed one of us there's a mark on him now now we need to take out fucking mikey and so who got killed at this point? Carnage, uh, Cliff, whatever, the axe guy. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You're right. Nope, nope, nope. You're right. Sorry, I forgot about. Yeah, yeah. Gold because Carnage he beat the, the 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 other two. He yeah. They were they're still alive, but yeah, Cliff got yeah. killed. Yeah, that's his own fault. Yeah. So now uh, we find out there's a mark on them. Meet up with Charlie. Is like Beth was looking into some these specific oil companies and all of their bullshit. Uh, I was finding out like shady money trading and stuff like that. So obviously they're wanting to have her killed. Uh, he decides take that. He's got the name Leonard Kent from from Milton. So we're gonna go check up on this Kent guy who's like snobby, rich accountant and an office guy. Roughs him up, beats him up, throws him around the office a bit. Who he finally says, "All right, Zim, Zim." Zim works with the Peacock Corporation. He ordered the hit. NBC? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, He's in London. He's here in London, actually, right now. Uh, His dad is currently the CEO, but but, but Zim is set to take over when his dad dies, which actually is going to be any day because he's got some sort of terminal cancer and he's going to (laughs) die. Well, isn't that convenient, you know? So now we need to go find Zim. Uh... Archie Rudd. We get the name Archie Rudd, who's Leonard's former partner. Remember Leonard Kent, the guy we're currently beating the shit out of. Uh, Archie Rudd became like a, what they call him, a tree hugger or something, something. Split, and he was the one leaking the info about all the shady money dealings. So it was, yeah, Leonard Kent's like, it was my former partner who was leaking information. So they killed him. And then found out he was giving information to some girl named Beth Carpenter. So he had to kill her also. So that's why the hit on Beth was put out, because they found out she was the one getting the intel. And so... Yeah. Luck- the whole time that he's... like Before he spilled all the beans, he's going to throw them out the window. They yeah. come back to the... Def- Defenestration. Do you know what defenestration means? And Leonard's like, to throw somebody or something out of a window? Right. Then you just chuck them right there. Dude, if I'm standing by windows, like, do you know what defenestration means? Prior to this movie, I'd be like, dude, no. I, I got no fucking idea. Is that yeah. like deforestation? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> it sounds like deforestation to me. I don't know what you're saying. Uh, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Um, Is that a fear of bowling balls? <laughs> I mean, something. Um, luckily, Leonard has everything on a drive. I got all the stuff saved. Here's the information for you. Don't kill me. Oh, you killed me. Except he didn't. Because that's when the other two dudes busted in. Oh, right, right, right. Because while this was happening, Ray is like, all right, right next Mick hit Mac- is out. It's on friggin' Mick Mac. and Mac break in. No, that wasn't when they broke in. That was in the... Yeah, they, they, is that when they broke in? Yeah, the they fun? broke in. They start. They just come in and starts a blasting. Oh. And we get we get another action scene. But uh, this is when this is after Ray put the hit out on... Yeah, on, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Ray ha- or that right, happened right, before right, he right, made... Right, right, right. So now they're like... Everybody's in to kill him because yes. Max got his jaw closed up and stuff, and yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, he he's pulling some of his his cool kung fu stuff and makes Mick accidentally shoot Mac. Yeah, there's also the kicking of a grenade at some point in there. And oh yeah, tables was, knocked over, and it was a pretty pretty kick ass little scene. And there, uh, so he gets super pissed off. Big fight between Scott Adkins and Michael J. White, but ends up killing him. Uh, yeah, the fight scenes are, are, are fucking oh, yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, um, that's the best part of the movie. It's not that's the, the point. The point of the, the movie. Di- the dialogue is what's the dialogue is yeah. the unfortunate byproduct of trying to kick a bunch <laughs> of ass in this movie. Um, and he ends up taking out Poison Pete and Fred. Even just yeah, kills and them I got it really. Like, I'm why? disappointed in Poison Pete in this because like he's trying to actually do it in person. Like yeah. this dude's walking around. He ain't being careful about anything that he does. I feel like Poison Pete could have 
put it on poison on any number of things. Because you see how he's put it on toothbrushes, he's poisoned people all these different ways. He's trying to actually inject poison in this dude, like hand to hand. Yeah, dude, this is not this dude's mo. This yeah. dude, if anybody, if and this anyone is not in the, the world, dude you try to get that yeah, close to, you put it under a freaking car lever or so, something. Like you do not yeah. just go up there and try to do it because nah. he dispenses of him almost immediately. Well, yeah, these aren't fighters. Yeah, and then, no, yeah, but why is he out there trying to fight? Like this is one of yeah. the biggest freaking. And same with Fred. What are you doing, yeah. Fred? He's like, I don't know. And he at least he admits he's like I don't know. They yeah. told me we got to kill you, and I'm, just I'm sorry. doing my best. So he kills. He's him, got but- like a knife or. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he killed him though. I think he just knocked him out. Uh, I think I thought he killed him, but he, I, I he, bet he's back in the next one. We'll see. I haven't watched it yet, but uh, he does pull a ba- box of bandages, and they are. He Adkin. takes his whole bag, didn't he? I think he just pulled the box of bandages uh. out. But it's Adkins brand. You see the box is Adkins. Scott Adkins last night. <laughs> Maybe that is an actual brand over it. I, I have no idea. idea. But uh, so the next fight is Jane. And this is our opening line where she says something about buttering toast and you can lick the knife and uh, lots of nut trauma. She kicks the shit out of him quite a bit. Uh, oh yeah, she's kicking his ass. She's kind of the final boss of this. Yeah, I think. And uh, I don't even remember how he finally takes. Her. He finally does kill her. Yeah, like they they go at it for a bit, and and then like he somehow manages to get her sword out of her hands, and then she and then, run, and then he runs her through, yeah. and then throws her in the fountain. Oh, right, the fountain. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, she she's beating the shit out of him. And I don't yeah. know if it's I'm holding back because I don't want to hit a woman, or maybe she's just she's just that badass. She's, she's beating his ass. She's beating his she's fucking beating his ass. ass. Cause she's, she was the only one protecting the main asset. Yes, and she told Zim. him to go back in the back room, and yeah. And, so he's trying to... Now he's got her sword, and now he's going to talk to Zim. Now we're going to talk to Zim. Um, and he's trying to... It's like, oh, no, no, I can I can bargain. I can give you this. I can give you all this money. I can whatever, blah, blah, blah. Fucking sweet decapitation here. Though. Oh, yeah. No, he says, wait, 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 wait. This deal is worth $32 billion, and I'll cut you in. Yeah. And they look at each other, and then he's just like, nope. And then <laughs> takes his head off. Just head goes a flying. Which, I mean, that's pretty awesome. But like, if you hurt me in my physical, down to my soul, I'm gonna probably spill your guts out, and then watch you die slowly as you try to put your guts back inside of you. Not just, boop. not just. Oh, you're dead now. Not I mean, just, I understand. There's probably 11 seconds where you're gonna be, your head's gonna be laying on the ground, looking at your ass, thinking, this, <laughs> "Where did this go wrong?" I'd rather have it be like a good half hour of you crying yeah. into your own guts. Yeah, but I mean, we got to keep topping it. So, uh, what, what? Where do we go up? Well, let's see a head fly. Also, I don't think there's any way that you could physically take a person's head off with a single swipe of a katana. That would I'm be, pretty sure they can. I think they've done that know, on Mythbusters. Have they? Sure. Did they? I, so. I don't know. It seems like it'd be a lot of... I mean... It'd be hard to do. I don't think average Joe could, no. No, probably not. Probably not you or I. No. Uh, maybe you. But I've like... I've, <laughs> I've cut like... I've, 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 I've cleaned some animals and uh-huh. cut the heads off of deer and, and hogs and things. And I, I just can't imagine a situation... Where I could do that with one swipe of a sword. It has to be a really heavy sword. And very sharp. Yeah. But it, Hey, who knows? Uh, anyway. I that, ain't that's Scott how, Adkins. That yeah. I ain't Scott Adkins and I ne- never had a samurai sword, so Jude's got one. Wanna go Let's outside and yeah. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> And this is our last episode, listeners. Um But yeah, sweet decapitation. We get back to the bar. Uh well, you get the tape of Milton because uh, the what what Leonard Kent on the drive had saved all of the phone calls and information, everything from Milton. So, 
playing all this for Ray. Yeah, Mayton, Milton, Milton was a piece of shit. All right. But still, dude, you're fucked. And Ray even starts going after him, right? Yeah, Ray knocks him down, kicks the shit, shit out, out of him, him for a bit. Quite a bit. Because yeah. he comes in with a sword, and you know he knows that Ray has the boomstick underneath the bar. That was during the intro. He might have right. skipped over it. He knows he's got that fucking gun under there. He's saying, and there's like, I wouldn't even reach for it. You know, I'm fucking quick with this. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah, good fight. Ray just fucking... No, I thought he killed Milton. Like, he was down there beating the shit out of him for Mm -hmm. a bit. But then Milton gets back up. I'm like, damn, Milton, you got some freaking steel in you, too. Yeah, no shit, I wouldn't take... I couldn't take a beating from freaking Ray Stevenson like that. Yeah, fucking Ray Stevenson of all people, yeah. But they put him up on the bar stool, put some Band-Aids on his bleeding face. Oh, the (laughs) Band-Aids. Um... Of course, Chekhov's Band-Aid coming back. So Ray pulls out the gun, but can't bring himself to do it. Like, Mike, I can't kill you. You're like my son. Well, Milton dies. Yeah, well, of course, Milton dies. But but from the Band-Aids. Yeah. Uh, Ray can't bring himself to shoot Mike. It's like, you ruined the whole business. Everything's done. Just get the fuck out of here. Just get the fuck out of here, man. Probably watch your back, though. Always have. That's what he yeah. said. He's like, also, you got a bar. Like, you could just run it like a regular bar, like regular bartenders do. Yeah. Don't act like you don't have something here. Yeah. Dickhead. Yeah, but that's not <laughs> probably quite as lucrative as... <laughs> well, probably not. 25% of all these you gotta different You got to save your assassins. money. Yeah. Haven't you been learning anything got about business savvy? Like, Sing it all in a cocaine and whores? Yeah. Jesus. I mean, good on you, but still. I, it was all in on Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I got this ape. <laughs> so ending bit of narration right here he's like you gotta forget the past don't worry about the present and live life like there's no tomorrow because you never know an accident could be just around the corner get it everybody an accident get it huh. credits that's the end of the movie so thoughts thoughts on uh, accident man okay um, all right, so this is kind of going to be a weird way of saying it, I guess. I don't know. Probably not. Uh, not a great movie. Not a whole <laughs> lot to uh, go at as far as like dialogue or feeling good about the world or making changing my opinion on things. So as far as a film goes, I guess what I should say is not a great film. But <laughs> it is an entertaining movie. If this is on the TV, if I'm flipping through and this is on... I'm going to watch it because the action scenes, the fight scenes and stuff are entertaining. This is not something I'm going to watch to be fulfilled as a film watcher. This is something I'm going to watch to be like, hey, guys, let's watch something to kick some ass. So, yes, I think it's a rewatch. All right. Yeah. Uh, And I think it knows it's that and it goes exactly with that path from fucking opening beat of this movie. It knows exactly what it is and it and it plays to it. It's not trying to be a film. No, it's trying to be a movie. No, It's, it's, it's. it's a fun action movie. There's bits of comedy in there. It is, hey, I'm Scott Atkins, and I know how to kick the shit out of people really well. Watch me do that for a few hours. And that's all it is. Yeah. And in that, it, it, it checks the box. Yeah. So um, I've watched it a few times. Fuck, I ordered it. So uh, I think it's rewatchable. It's like a have some drinks with some buddies and, and watch a fun movie that also has really fucking excellent fight scenes in it, for sure. So... Uh, I'd give that two two out of two. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not, like I said, it, it ain't gonna. You ain't gonna take a first date, a first art house movie girl date on this. To this, yeah, one, no, 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 no. 
but all right. If you like what you heard, you can find us on Twitter at Their Watch Party. Join us on find join us. Find us on Facebook at the Rewatch Party. Email us. What are your thoughts on Scott Atkins? Or what are your thoughts on the old bang and shank? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever you want to tell us about. We love Big to hear from you. Big fan of the first, not so much the second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, love to hear from you listeners. Email us at therewatchparty at gmail.com. Uh, don't forget about our sister show, The Tournament of Champions, where we rate and review the likability and fightability of fictional characters from these here movies that we talk about. We put up polls on our socials where you get to pick who even makes it into the tournament, and then separate polls where you get to decide how those battles play out. So make sure to find them on there, because your votes do count. Join us next week as we all float down here with it. Until then, I'm Nick with Anthony, and thanks for rewatching. I'm a Scottish man playing a Spaniard who was raised in Egypt. Figure that out while I fuck your wife. Why are you guys anyway? We're sort of a club. Yeah, the Losers Club. Want in? Yeah, I do. Hey, we're seven now. Lucky seven. I want to kill it. I just want to forget about it. It's not just us. It's all the other kids, too. Who's going to be next? It kills kids, damn it! You killed my brother George, you bastard! Let's see you now. Maybe it's the water. The water? Maybe it's the sewer. Hi, Georgie! Pennywise, big white guy, red nose, about 75 feet tall, mouth full of razor sharp teeth. You smell that? That's death. Losers fight it. Losers die. They all flow.